Hello and welcome to the Rankings Podcast and Answers the Age-Old Question. What are our favorite movies of 2022? I'm Danny Weiser with me as always as my co-host and the rooster to my hangman. It's Ty McGowan. What's up, dude? It's time. It, it is probably our biggest episode of the year. Arguably, but, yeah. But everyone already knows what our number ones are going to be. <laughs> Since like May, <laughs> I I have done nothing short of harassing everybody in the Mad About Movies Discord that gave this movie less gave it less than five stars and didn't put it at their number one on their 2022 list. So yeah, I I, I harass people about this movie so much that Shane sent me a 4K copy as a thank you. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I am excited to talk about this. It was it was kind of it wasn't a bad year for movies at all it was definitely a top heavy though so like the movies we're covering were really good i think there were there were not a lot of awful movies that i saw at least i know i avoided a lot of them but like i was looking at even my bottom 10 like there are some three-star movies in my bottom 10 there were some truly terrible movies this year but mostly it was just very average yeah, a lot of three-star movies this year. Yeah, a lot of two-and-a-half, a lot of three, but very top-heavy. The the top, like, 20 were really good Yeah, out of Tying the 130-something that I watched. I was about to say, I know it's a point of pride for you. What was your final number for the year? I, I believe I was at 132. Let me check okay. real quick. I'm at 55, which is kind of – like, I was at 54, I think. La- I was at 54, I think, last year, so that's normal for me. I'm at 136. That sounds awful. That's so that's so many movies. That's such a silly amount of movies. Oh, I know it's a point of pride for you. But yeah, 55. Honestly, like I went like three months after Wisdom ended. I just didn't watch a movie for like three months. Yeah. And so I thought I'd be way low this year. But like I usually shoot for about 50. If I can get to that 50 mark, I feel good about the year I had. Well, God of War did not help you. And neither did no. like you had no time to catch up when Harry Potter came out. Which I got is, a P, well I got a PS5 this year and so yeah. like I finally was able to play I played go, both God of War games I played both Spider-Man games like I played Ghost of Tsushima finally which took up just a silly silly amount of my time so I was much more of a video game guy this year than movies but I still got to I still get hit my 50 mark I hit how, my goal Before we start talking about movies how much do you have you played Harry Potter because I'm to the point as where much as I've you. had multiple dreams that I was in the video oh, game. See, I'm not there. I, I'm at like 12 hours, I think. <laughs> I'm already done with the story. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness. That's a lot. And I've completed every side quest except for one. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm at, I'm at like 12 hours, I think, which is... I, what, not even like half. 40? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. That's, that's a lot. All right, we're not here to talk about video games. We're going to have to do another video game episode soon, though, because yeah. I've played so many since we did our first video game episode. My list is way different. But um, we're here to talk 2022 movies. We've got a lot to cover. We have three guest judges. We have um, eight, nine emails and voicemails. We have like nine emails plus a few voice. Like We, we have like 10 minutes worth of voicemails. It's just silly. The amount of stuff that we have to get through this episode. So because of that, um, I'm not going to do as much filler on the top half. Normally, I do like I'll read. We'll read the letterbox summary. We'll read the director and their letterbox rating and some of the act. We're not doing any of that this time. If you want to know the synopsis, just go to letterbox yourself. It's fine. Uh, we're just going to talk about 
what we liked and didn't like or whatever, how we felt about the movie. Um, not, I don't think we're going into bottom 10, are we? We decided not to bother with that this year. No, no, that's fine. Y'all can, just, we're, we're going to make our letterboxes uh, public, our list public again tomorrow or when this episode drops. So y'all can yeah. check that out if you want to see our bottom 10. Yeah, we just, there's so doggone much to cover that I, I, I think we just, uh, we need to get into it. Um, I'm list A, so if you're let's ready, go. let's, let's go. go for it. My honorable mentions theme uh, was biggest surprises. So movies that I either didn't think would be nearly as good as they were or that I just didn't know it were going to be a thing or wasn't expecting or whatever. Um, my first one is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. That, this is adorable. I I heard that it was really cute and it was going to make me cry, which of course it did. I didn't expect the writing to be so intelligent. Like it was so incredibly well written. I put it in my letterbox review. Like this movie did such a good job of taking really complex and kind of convoluted emotions and simplifying them and making them like easily understandable and palatable and put it into like words that I would never have thought of myself, which is not something you expect from this silly little shell voiced by Jenny Slate that was like a YouTube series or whatever at one point. It was so wild what they <laughs> what they turned that silly little YouTube series into to like a, a beautiful movie. Yeah, coming up later for me. I got more thoughts on it. Good. Uh, my next one is The Bad Guys. Love The Bad Guys. <laughs> I love it. I love a good name. I don't know why this is so funny to you that I love the it's bad just, guys so much. You just rode so hard for this just random movie that like came out. I don't think I like, did. I think I just did. talked about it like a couple of times and yeah. you got it stuck in your head you're that the, I was obsessed with this movie. You're the only person I, I know that talked no, about this movie. There's, there are lots of people in the 70 millimeter discord that love the bad guys. Shout out to Dime. <laughs> Shout out to my dude Dime. Um, bad guys was great. It's a blast of an animated movie. The voice cast I thought was so good. It's a heist movie. It's literally oceans 11 with animated animals. Are you kidding me? Um, it's heartfelt. It's got all the, all the notes that you expect an animated movie to hit. Um, while also just being an absolute blast. The character design was good. The voices were all good. The story was fun. It's an animal heist movie. Are you kidding? It's awesome. Yeah. I had a a little, I think it's like in my thirties, but. I have like a three and a half, four star review for it. Yeah. Um, and then my final honorable mention and by far the biggest surprise for me, just barely missed my top 10 is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. This movie had no business being anywhere near as good. It's, it's my number 11. It literally is my number 11 on my end of year 2022 list. I don't know how at what they were doing I, like, they just decided to go so hard and make like a really incredible animated movie out of this like dumb side character from shrek it's absolutely with, insane what they did with this and they got like the most insane cast to come like, be in this like sequel like florence Pugh, olivia colvin like what summer hayek yeah, yeah it's like, just what, is going what on? they did with this movie is insane the animation ruled they stepped it yeah. up i guess they watched spider-man into the spider-verse a whole bunch and was like same. hey let's throw some of that into our movie same animators 
Okay, that makes yeah. sense because it, there's a lot of lot of vibes from that. Like a genuinely good story, super funny writing. Like I thought the Florence Pugh, Goldilocks, and the Three Bears. I thought they were so funny. Um, the little dumb dog, the sidekick dog that like they have in every movie like this, loved it. It was perfect. Yeah. It was incredible. Voiced I, by uh, the Guillermo from Guillermo, um, yeah. What we do in the shadows. Yeah, I just it, Puss in Boots that the, it had no business being this good, and like I kept seeing in the letterbox channels of both the discords that we're in, like lots of like four, four and a half, five star views. Was like, there's no way that yeah. fucking Puss, and it was it's so good. Yeah, I had this at four stars. It is like I joked about this in my review, review, but it like honestly, like two movies came out this year about facing like being worried about death and like overcoming that one directed by Noah Baumbach (laughs) starring Greta Gerwig and Adam driver. The other is the sequel to a movie. I didn't even know how to first movie (laughs) that one. won. I've never seen, I've never saw the first person boots. Didn't even, I had no clue that there was a movie. (laughs) Don't need to. Cause this one rules. I just barely missed my top 10. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, okay, my honorable mentions. I don't do a theme for this episode, so everybody chill out. Um, I just don't do themes. <laughs> okay. I just want to talk about my maybe top maybe 13. Maybe you relax. Movies. Nobody cares. You everybody relax, thing. okay? Uh, my number 13 is Bardo, farce, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths. So this That's one. Fake. That's okay. <laughs> you made that up. Directed by Inuritu. It was a directed Netflix movie, so there was no. Uh, promotion of it whatsoever because that's how netflix does their movies so i'm not surprised that you haven't heard of it um this snuck in at the last second buzzer beater kind of thing when i was doing my oscar watch list it was nominated for best international feature um i don't really know how to describe this movie it's hard to describe it's a lot of different thoughts and themes going into one thing it's like an amalgamation of everything inaritu's one has been wanting to say his entire career it feels like um it's really great i i love it so much i'm not going to expand on it too much because our guests did an episode on this and they know it a lot better than i did and they speak way more intelligently about it than i can so um y'all head over if you want to hear more about this um movie head over to the real latinos they have uh they have an episode on this um number two honorable mention I know everyone's going to be surprised that the Timothy Chalamet movie is only in my honorable mentions, but bones and all it <laughs> it's, I love this movie. I, I rated this originally five stars and I had to bring it back down to four. Cause I had to just chill out with yeah. the Chalamet thing. Um, yes, it's gruesome. It's gory. It's disgusting. But Luca Guada Guadagnino like knows how to make a gripping love story like this, like at the center of this is a, one of the best love stories I've ever seen. It's very heartfelt, very simple. Um, you know, two young actors, you can go really super cheesy into the love story. It doesn't. It's just very real. Um, but, yes, it is a movie about people that eat people. So, you know, Pass. heads up. <laughs> um, and then my last honorable mention, Kev's going to hate me for having this in my honorable mention, uh, but it's Nope, directed mm-hmm. by Jordan Peele. I was super hyped for this movie. Um, 
I love that it was marketed as a huge big blockbuster, but it felt really contained in the mm-hmm. majority of it. It didn't. It kind of felt like an indie movie until the last like forty five minutes. Um, reminded me a lot of Jaws. I got big yeah. Jaws vibes from this movie, uh, but I loved it so much. Every single performance was top notch. Um, this is, I mean, Nope is amazing. Probably my second favorite Jordan Peele movie behind Get mm-hmm. Out, which. I guess he only has three, so that's not saying a lot. <laughs> but <laughs> but this it's is definitely amazing. my top three Jordan Peele movies, like for sure. I'm still thinking about the monkey. The monkey scene with the shoe standing yeah. up. I mean, this this was amazing. It was originally my like number one theater experience of twenty twenty two until my number one movie came out. Right, 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 right. I just wonder what that's gonna be. Okay, um, let's get into our list. My number 10 is (laughs) tailor-made for me. It's a movie that was made specifically for me. It feels like it's Hustle. (laughs) The Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) The Adam Sandler basketball movie, dude. Starring Juancho Hernan Gomez, who is like a low-end to almost average NBA player. Good actor, it turns out. Really good actor. I didn't know he was a basketball player. (laughs) No idea. Had absolutely no clue he was going to be an even okay actor in this movie. He was good in this movie. Anthony Edwards, who actually is a great basketball player, was really good as like the villain in this movie. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's just they. Uh, this movie was Taylor. I'm, I'm a basketball dork. Uh, I love Adam Sandler movies. I love when Adam Sandler gets to do like the not Billy Madison roles where he, you know, like the ones where he's like a little more serious than normal. Um, Adam Sandler loves basketball. And so this was a very fun, like, I'm sure this was a blast for him to give him kind of another nod at getting to be involved in the, like the basketball world. Lots of fun, really cool NBA cameos. Dirk, my, my father and Dirk. Luca. Luca had a freaking cameo in this. Lots of really fun cameos in this. They it, they literally this movie was made specifically for me. Is it a top ten movie of the year? Of course not. It's a Netflix original basketball movie starring Adam Sandler. But they made it like for me and other basketball dorks like me. I love this movie. I'll rewatch it a whole bunch. Yeah. Also, don't leave out Queen Latifah was amazing. She's so good yeah, in this. Was really good in this. Loved her as Adam Sandler's wife in this. The only thing keeping this from being a fully Danny Weiser movie is somehow getting Glenn Powell. In the yeah, movie. that's if like Glenn literally Powell had the only been thing. like if he had been like a rival agent or something, yeah. that would have really been. This would have made this a perfect five star movie. But it was like close. I love this movie. I remember I watched this before like anyone did. And I immediately tagged you and Brian mm-hmm. in the Discord. I was like, yeah, y'all got to watch this. This is for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very much for me. Like, Puss in Boots, Marcel the Shell probably should be almost certainly be higher than this, if I'm being honest. But I, cu- I could not have it in my top 10 for this episode. I had to. It's such a me movie. I had to have it. <laughs> Love it. Um, okay. My number 10 is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. This movie, yeah. my God, I, I'm not kidding you. This was like the one movie. There were a lot of like, hey, you need to check this out movies this year. That like kind of came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. This was the one where I was like, stop. This is a YouTube video. <laughs> and y'all like everyone's dropping four and a half, five stars. Like this is ridiculous. I wish I had seen it in theaters. It doesn't mm. really change the experience too much. It's not really a theater movie. But my God, like this is the type of movie like it makes me feel the way I feel when I watch like Ted Lasso 
mm-hmm. are the good place. Like, it just makes me feel good. Like, I've gone through a therapy session and, like, I've discovered something about myself. <laughs> like, that will improve my personality. Like, it's just so good and wholesome. And, like, the the sad moments are, like, so beautiful. And it's it's amazing. I love it so much. And it's, like, Jenny Slade and her husband. Like, her husband is the one who was, like, interviewing Mm-hmm. Marcel the shell throughout it. He directed it. Um, and this all came from like, like a place where Jenny slate, like wanted to entertain her kids. And like, it turned into this, like I loved it. I want more movies like this. I think because of Ted Lasso and the good place, we're getting more of this, like, okay, awesome. maybe we don't have to like emotionally terrorize people to make <laughs> yeah. them feel emotions. And we like, just be, yeah. we could be kind and considerate and yeah. still make good content. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Marcel the shell shoes on my number 10. Great pick. Loved it. Uh, my number nine is The Woman King. Ooh. This movie rules. Incredible fight scenes. My favorite fight choreography of the year by kind of a lot, I think. Viola Davis, just an incredible performance in this. Unrecognizable, almost. You don't, you look at Viola Davis, the roles she's been in, you don't think of her as like warrior and like ass kicker and like gonna go out there and like chop people up with machetes and like you know like you don't look at viola davis and think oh she's gonna be able to nail this fight choreography she super did she was so so good lashana lynch was so good in this movie um i just you know me i'm a sucker for well choreographed fight scenes um and this had a dozen of them that were just so good. It had a really nice story, a really interesting story, really interesting, likable characters that I wanted to see more from. Um, I loved the setting. I this is this is a really really good action movie. I thought if you go into this expecting a lot more, which I think a lot of people were, you're probably going to be a little let down. I think, but if you're going into this expecting like. A, pre- a fairly emotional, but at its core, action, beat people up, kind of bloody, uh, like, war movie, then you're going to be so super into it. Yeah. I I need to give this movie a second chance. I kind of, like, just put it aside because I made the mistake of reading the letterbox reviews before yeah. I watched the movie, and it's a lot of, you know, like, higher educated white people trying to school people on African history. And I was just immediately like, I don't want to be a part of any of this. So I'm just going to get three stars and move on. Yeah. I, I ignored all of that. And I just like, I kind of did away with any expectations I had going in. And what I got was like, awesome fight scenes, action movie, killer Viola Davis performance, killer Lashana Lynch performance. John Boyega is really good in this, but yeah. So I doing away with any expectations I had going in, I think was huge. Yeah. Um, okay, my number nine is After Sun. Um, you definitely haven't seen this. You probably will never see it. Right. Um, directed by Charlotte Wells, who the last like forty or the last like twenty minutes of this might be some of the best directing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like honestly, like seriously, like skills that it seems it would take a whole career to accrue in this movie. Like she, this is her first movie that she's directed. And it's, like, kind of insane that she's already off the bat, like, (coughs) excuse me, this talented. Sorry. Um, She's already, like, right off the bat this talented, and she can, like, tell so much of a story without, like, saying a lot. Um, Paul Mescal, nominated for Best Actor, 100. Like, I'm buying stock in this guy right now. It might be a little bit expensive since he just got nominated, but I'm still buying stock. He's going to be the next Gladiator. 
which like I didn't like the first one, but you know, Paul Mescal <laughs> could probably do a better job. Um, but this, I mean, I'm not kidding you, Danny, like there would be a lot of this where you're like, I'm bored, but mm-hmm. the last 20 minutes, not kidding, saves it, like saves it for you. I mean, it is seriously like one of those just like kind of game changing, th- like endings where it's like you walk out of it and you're like, I'm a different person because I saw this. And it's just like really interesting to go into like this idea of like, you know, it's, it's kind of this vacation this father and daughter had a while back and she's watching these videotapes from that vacation. So you feel like you're sharing memories with these people. Um, but also you're viewing it from the perspective of the daughter. So you don't fully understand what the father's going through. And it's like this whole idea of like, yeah, I guess like as kids, we're never going to know what our parents are feeling is kind of terrifying, kind of like, it's just amazing. And Paul Mescal, like what he can do without talking in this movie is kind of insane. Yep. Sweet. Yeah, not not really on my radar at all. I don't know that it's going to be. Doesn't seem like my my cup of tea, but glad you dug it. Um, <laughs> my, my number eight is Decision to Leave. Uh, this is a cr- Korean film that came out this year. Every year, there's just at least one Korean movie that like makes its way over to the States and is like a little more popular over here. That is just incredible. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was this year's. Um, it's like a kind of a cop drama. Um, it's, I, it's, I don't know. It's hard to explain without giving a whole lot away and I don't want to. It's the type of movie that somebody is going to put it on Martin, Martin Scorsese's desk and tell him to remake it. And he's going to do it without watching it first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's exactly, it's exactly that kind of movie where it's like, there's this detective at the center of it and he's married and he falls in love with a murder victim or not a victim. Oh, gross. Not a murder victim, a murder suspect. Yeah. That that's he's a whole like, different movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry. A murder suspect that he's like interrogating. He ends up kind of falling in love with her. And um, she kind of just keeps doing things to get in trouble so that he'll continue to investigate her. Um, And it's so, so interesting and so good. And there are these really fun twists. I really genuinely think you would dig it. And I do honestly think that Martin Scorsese will remake this with white people in like the next four years. Yeah, that and it's gonna be it's gonna be worse, but it'll still be good because it's a Scorsese movie. But it's really, really good. I think you should watch it. That's um, like who? So Leonardo DiCaprio is always obviously gonna play the detective. What twenty six year old actress is gonna play? <laughs> yeah, Zoe Deutsch is gonna be the the murder suspect that he falls in love with because she's way way younger. Uh, a lot of people are saying that that was like <clears throat> one of the bigger snubs from the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't watch enough international movies or Korean movies to to have any idea if it was a snub or not. I just know that I if this had gotten nominated for stuff, I wouldn't have been surprised because I really really dug yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, I need to check that out. That's yeah. that's been on my radar for a while. I just haven't had the time to to watch a foreign language movie because I'm lazy. Yeah. Um, but that's not new. I, I think the fact that it was foreign language helped for me a lot because it's one that you should pay attention to and it, you're required to with a foreign language movie. Yeah. So it helps my ADHD in knowing that I have to read the subtitles in order to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, okay, my number eight. This will probably end up on your list at some point, um, but it's Cha-Cha Real Smooth. 
Um, <laughs> our boy Cooper Rafe, I mean, just out here making sad boy movies about nice guys finishing last, which is just, <laughs> gotta love it, man. Um, just a gut punch of a movie that is also hilarious in so many ways. I mean, he knows how to just straddle that line. Um, but there's something in the water here in Texas, man. We're we're having a renaissance of directors that are going out there and making great content. Uh, but I wrote down a line from this movie that just, like, I still think about. Because, like, yeah, I'm probably, like, four years older than this character is in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's having a conversation with his mom. And it's, like, kind of, they present the line as, like, a funny moment. But it's, like, a very, like, a real line. And he's, like... They're talking about growing up, and he's like, yeah, it's very overwhelming. I don't know how much I have left. I have so much, right? And the mom's just like, no, you don't. And that was just such a real, like, oh, my, like, every other movie, it's like, you know, live it up. You're young. You have so much time. But, like, man, I'm getting close to 30. (laughs) I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely coming up later for me. Um, my number seven is Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. I love whodunits. I just, I love a whodunit. And Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig are incredible at making whodunits. Uh, I don't think it's anywhere near as good as Knives Out. Like, I think they're in two completely different echelons of detective movies or suspense movies or thriller or crime or whatever. Um, like, I, I don't think it can hold a candle to that. Uh, at all still really good the cast was super fun daniel craig this is the perfect role for him obviously loved him as james bond he was an incredible james bond uh this is benoit blanc is the role that i think he is like born to play yeah he's just so so good at it. i think he's incredible at it these are the type of movies that if ryan johnson and daniel craig want to make a new one of these every other year until they die i will watch every single one of them and i'll probably love them i think they're so good i think they should make them forever yeah this was that i a lot of people had problems with this i didn't really understand it because they were like it's so much sillier than the first one and they're like making jokes all the time i'm like yeah it mirrors the cast the cast are Mm -hmm. it's a bunch of stupid people like the first one it's a bunch of like kind of smart like old money people so it's going to be a little bit more stuffy but yeah this is really that was a really good one also the movie that like confirmed like set apart that um batista is the best wrestler turned actor of any of them yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's certainly true the rock doesn't act the rock is just the rock in every well it's just it's andre the giant and batista really are the top but this is the one where batista (laughs) jumped over Andre the Giant. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, I give give uh, Ryan Johnson a cast of Daniel Craig and then just an ensemble cast of whatever 10 actors feel like having a really fun time making a movie yeah. for a few months. Let him do it every other year, and I'll love everyone. Yeah, love that. Dude, Jason Sudeikis in a Knives Out movie? I'm just saying. I mean, I'm so in. It'd be a yeah. blast. Um, It'd be an absolute blast. Okay, my number seven, a movie you definitely – I don't know if you've seen it, but you would hate it. Uh, my number seven is Tar. Oh, yeah, no. I'm not watching it. Kate Blanchett, I mean, seriously, just flexing on everyone for two straight hours. I mean, it was – I was so bummed about this movie being so good because I really wanted Michelle Yeoh to win Best Actress. But then Kate, Kate Blanchett had to come in and be like, yeah, sure, I can carry a movie by myself for two and a half hours, and it – just be about a conductor and yeah, I can make it fantastic. I mean, 
this movie is so good. There's so many layers that I'm not even going to attempt to talk about because I'm not smart enough to. Um, but this movie is amazing. I think it's really good. I do not think it's best picture good, but it is it is amazing. Cool. Um, okay, my number six is RRR. Yeah. This is a blast. One of the best movies of the summer. Movie from India. Super long, which is maybe like if I have a complaint about it, but it gave us an intermission. It had the it was so much braver than James Cameron and Ryan Coogler this year, who made three hour movies without giving us an intermission. Uh RR had the stones give us an intermission, so I'm not even upset about the runtime. But you didn't Not see this in a theater, did you? You could have just paused Doesn't it matter. even if it did happen. Doesn't matter, dude. Doesn't <laughs> matter. They had the stones to give us a, an intermission that American directors just don't have because they're all cowards. Um, it was a blast. It was so over the top and like so silly at some points in ways that really, really worked. Like You could tell they were doing it on purpose. It was just a blast. The dance scene is one of my favorite scenes in any movie that I saw this entire year. It's yeah. just like a screen full of just a silly amount of people having the most fun possible. Um, the heart of it is just this really kind of like heart breaking but also really beautiful story about rising up against british colonizers who are just the worst people in the yeah, world dude, white people um, suck I, man i heard that this is a this was a good year for for taking white people down a peg um but yeah rr was a it was an absolute blast it was such a joy one that i didn't i didn't really see coming didn't know much about it i just heard a lot of people talking about how fun rr was and watching it on netflix and uh it was a blast i loved it some are saying the best da- dance sequence since get your head in the game from high school musical <laughs> interesting okay haven't seen high school musical so i can't what? say yeah yeah i'm so sorry I missed. I, missed, I, I mean, missed it's not training. good. You didn't really miss anything, right. but it's just surprising that you've been able to. Yeah. No, I did it. I I, I did my best and I avoided it. So good job. Um, yeah. RR. It's it's a blast. I loved it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, my number six is the Batman. Look, give me emo Batman all day long. This is my favorite Batman movie. I think this is the best Batman movie. Sorry. I thought this would be higher for you. Uh, so this is the start of everything's five stars. So it's just based mm. off preference at this point. Um, but this best Batman movie, sorry, Dark Knight found dead because of our pats. But this is this is the best Batman movie. I will not back down from this. I mean, a mix of, of seven, like a David Fincher-like Batman movie. Give me to that. Like, give me that all day. This is what I want. This is like what DC should have been from the very beginning since Man of Steel. Like, this is what I want from a superhero movie that wants to be dark and gritty. It's a detective story. I mean, his thumb drive the best clue ever devised for screen? <laughs> I don't know. It might be. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. I want this, though. Our Pats, Emo Batman, just jamming to Nirvana and being the worst person in the world. I want it. Uh, this this is my <laughs> yeah uh we're not done talking about batman for sure um but my number five you already talked about it, is cha-cha real smooth 
my son, my beautiful son, Cooper Rafe, just keeps making really good movies. And I, I talked about this in my review, and I, I want to reiterate it. Cooper Rafe is better than just about any director I've seen at Awkward. Yes. He's so good at putting awkward scenes and awkward moments with his movies that like make you feel like the it put like you it puts you in the scene where you're feeling the awkwardness but not so much in a way that it's overwhelming or uncomfortable yeah you know what i mean like he does a perfect job of straddling that line of pushing the boundaries of awkward without going too far yeah because it's like real life Um, awkward because like it usually like in movies and tv shows it's like Awkward to the point where, like, oh, if this happened in real life, I would want to jump through yeah. the window. But, like, yes, like when he's talking to stepdad Greg and he calls him mm-hmm. stepdad Greg, like, those scenes yeah. are super awkward, but they're like, yeah, that's like kind of how my stepdad probably would react if I talked to him. Like yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's a it's very realistic, very good, awkward scenes. Um, I love uh, him just, I love that he continues to make himself the main character. <laughs> which that's a complaint that i keep seeing about this movie people are mad that like cooper rafe keeps making himself star in these movies but like he won't be in the next one right um it's these were like his first two movies and neither of them had much of a budget at all and like i i don't think that's the main reason i i because i think he was genuinely good as the lead in these movies but interesting thing to complain about so much um dakota johnson i'm so helplessly in love with her and she was so beautiful and charming and she's so funny in this movie i love getting to see her just be kind of goofy and funny because she's got very good comedic timing um but yeah i i love this this made me feel the entire gambit of emotions uh in a way that cooper rafe is better than most directors that do yeah i mean like i said texas directors are on a come up right now they're they're just killing Mm -hmm. it and i love it so much it's like the only good thing about our state right now is texas directors (laughs) Uh, Bucky's and Texas directors and Whataburger. And that's like, those are the, that's really it. Um, but yeah, his next movie is a mafia movie starring David Harbor. Yeah. It's going to be sick. I can't wait for him to just give me the most awkward 21 year old mafia (laughs) kid that anybody has ever seen. I don't think he's going to put himself in this one, but that would be hilarious. No, but he's going to give us a character that's like, yeah, he has to, it's his bread and butter. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm so in on anything Cooper Rift does at this point. I love him. Um, okay, my number five is a movie I've been trying to make you watch since I've seen it. Um, technically, it came out in the 2021 festival circuit, but it was not available for me until 2022, so I count it for 2022. It's Petite Maman, uh, directed by Celine Sciamma. Um, a, just another masterclass from her. I mean, I don't think I've rated any of her movies under four stars. Um, this is my second five star for her. She might like, she's like very close to being in my top five directors of all time. Um, this movie is 75 minutes long and it makes you feel so many emotions, but it's presented in such an extremely heartfelt and wholesome way. Like a- along the same lines as Marcel Lachelle with shoes on. Um, and I really don't want to go into this too much more because, again, it's such a short movie that I don't want to reveal anything. Um, there's no really big twist or, or anything like that, but it's just a movie that like I want everyone to go into blind and just experience it. Um, but, the, you know, it's kind of this movie starts out with uh, a mother and a daughter cleaning out 
um, their her grandmother's house, and this came out like I watched this um, around the same time my grandmother passed away this year, so it just hit so hard to home for me. Um, but this is a great movie; everyone should seek it out. It's only seventy five minutes long, so if time is a complaint, you have no excuse. Just stop. Just don't watch the last two episodes of Last of Us. Just watch this movie, and then you can go back to that because it's streaming. So. Yeah, go check out Petit Maman if you haven't seen it. Celine Sciamma, silently the best director in the world. Yeah, I keep forgetting about this. I want to. I have wanted to see this for a while, especially when I saw that she made a 75-minute movie, which means I love her forever. Um, I just keep forgetting about Danny, it. Danny, I'm not kidding you. This would have ended up in your top ten, and I'm, I would put money on you. I believe you. I want to see it. I don't know why I haven't. I just keep forgetting that it exists. But I need to, I need to go back and see it. Um, okay, my number four is Banshees of Inisherin. Ooh, yeah. Um, with Colin, Colin Farrell, Brandon. It's my Gleason. number four. I. Oh, yeah. nice. Both of our number four. It's a. It's weird to describe it as being fun. Funniest <laughs> movie like, of the year. It's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I. And I, it is supposed to be, of course, because Martin McDonough is, he just makes really like, he makes those kind of funny, clever movies. And Colin Farrell, it's, this is what he's best at, I think, is being this kind of character. Um, but just, it's just another one that it just makes you feel such a wide array of emotions that a lot of them are really silly because like this movie, the, the plot of this movie is like, one guy's friend decides he doesn't want to be friends anymore uh, and is so angry about it that he starts cutting off his own fingers. Like, it's so dumb. It's so, so over the top and done, but it's, it's so charming. The writing is so good. Uh, Colin Farrell having to work with just like, Hey, your friend doesn't like you anymore. See what you can do with this. And he just, he makes you feel so sorry for him, but also like you you kind of get it. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of it kind of makes sense. And I, this is a hard one for me to, to talk about why it was so good because it's just existing in this world that Martin McDonough has created with these characters. It was just such a joy for me. Yeah. I mean, it's a, seriously the funniest movie of the year. I laughed. And what was really awkward is I was the only one laughing in kind of a packed theater when I was watching this. <laughs> um, it's weird. Like if you're not, if you're not like a tuned in to like, if you're not one of those people that really tunes into movies, and if you're not familiar with Martin McDonough, I can very much see it being like, what the hell did I just watch? But if you have an idea of what Martin McDonough is trying to do with his movies, it's so good. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's great. It's, it's got layers too. I mean, setting this in the backdrop of the, the Irish civil war where it's like, yeah. Okay. Here's the Catholics, Brendan Gleeson cutting off their fingers for absolutely no reason. In Northern Ireland, yeah. it's just like, we want to just be friends. And we don't know why this is going on. But also, you're kind of like, yeah, but you're kind of a dweeb. So, like, we kind of get it. Like, it is so, like any other director would go way too hard into that instead of just mm-hmm. being like, oh, hey, the Irish Civil War's going on in the background. And then that's all we're going to touch on it. You make your own connections yeah. kind of thing. I loved that he did that. I loved it so Yeah, much. it's so good. Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson obviously were amazing. I mean, they're so good. It's their first team up since In Bruges. But my like highlight of this was Carrie Condon. The sister was so she's good. great, so freaking yeah. good. Um, but yeah, Banshees of Inisherin, one of my one of my favorite movies of the year. This was it was amazing. It was it was a great theater experience. I had really 
this was like a to- all-time year for me for theater experiences because there were so many good yep. movies to see in a theater. This is the one that I think I'm really pulling for best picture. See, like mm, a- uh, I don't know. This is one I'm really pulling for best actor. And that's about it. There, there are a few like I. I want Colin Farrell as best actor. I want Carrie Condon as best supporting. I think for this, um, and then I. I think this is the one that I would really love to see win best picture. See, there's another movie that we'll talk about later that I want to win best picture because it I will, think I'm about to talk about it yeah, right now. It'll actually. mean more for cinema as a whole, which sounds so yeah. obnoxious. I get it, but yeah, I get it. Um, my it's my number three. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Um, the Daniels just absolutely cry. It's so weird. It's it's a lot of it is the typical A twenty four weirdness where like it takes two viewings before you figure out what the heck it is that they're talking about or they're trying like why is this character a rock right now and like why the hot dog fingers and so much of it is so so weird. Um, but it's the performances are incredible. Michelle Yeoh is just an absolute queen and a rock star of an actress. Um, I love Stephanie Hsu in this movie. I love Kiwi Kwan so, so much in this movie. He is the he's the one that I want for best support. Oh, he's going to win. For sure. That's like the biggest lock of the He Oscars. has to. Yeah. He has to. Um, it's, it's such an interesting uh, perspective of, of a way to tell this story that they're trying to tell and – another one that just makes you feel so many emotions because you go from like literally they have hot dog fingers to this incredibly like kind and sweet husband and wife moment and then mother daughter moment that makes you feel so many things and yeah it's a really special movie we did an episode of West Ham on this so I guess if people want to hear like very specific detailed what we liked and didn't like about this they can go back and listen to that we, the West Ham feed is still up uh, but I this is great. I'm higher on it now than I was when I first watched it. I think I had a few trepidations when I when we did the West Wing episode because some of the weirdness just. I guess I didn't get it or it hadn't sunk in or anything. But uh, a second viewing, it, it everything clicked and it's really great. Yeah, um, coming up later for me. Um, yeah. But my number three, I'm assuming this is your number two because I thought everything everywhere all at once would be your number two. But my number three is Babylon. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a very polarizing movie so I completely understand anyone that doesn't like this this isn't like one of those movies where if someone was like I didn't really like Banshees of Inishirin and then I'm like well you're kind of dumb then um, it's it's my number 49 <laughs> of the out of 55 yeah right behind Death of the Nile <laughs> Well, I'm so sorry. It's no, just I get so it. I totally get it. Uh, this is yeah. just a very polarizing movie, but like, it's so up my alley. I mean, directed by Damien Chazelle, ridiculous plot that is just all over the place with kind of gut-riching images, like just just visceral images that just make you feel things, um, along with just fantastic acting. I was seriously, like, Margot Robbie yeah. not being nominated for Best Actress is kind of a crime. Even if you didn't like this movie, like, everyone can mm-hmm. agree that was, like, a top five performance of the year from her. Um, her and Brad Pitt were both fantastic. Yeah, guys, I think. Unre- like, everyone. Even, like, I don't know one bad performance in this movie. They were all good. Um, and then that yeah. finale, I mean, that finale got me in the I'm obnoxious, I love movies kind of way. And it really, yeah. like this is what cinema means to me. I mean, like I was, I was texting Alan after this movie and I was just, my texts are just so 
annoying and obnoxious and, and all that. But I love this movie so much. It was, it kind of encapsulated everything I love about movies into one thing. I mean, especially that last like 45 minutes. Um, and I love a good like start with real high and end with real low. I mean, they went straight boogie nights with this and I love boogie nights. So, I mean, it was everything about this was made kind of for me. Um, still not my favorite Chazelle. I thought this was going to be my favorite Chazelle, like for a while, like right after walking out of the theater, I was like, this might be my number one movie of the year. Um, but whiplash is still number one for me out of his, but like, this is a very close second. It's just so many fluids in this movie. Every single bodily fluid got its own dedicated scene. I know, right? It was awesome. Which is wild and so gross. Because none of them did anything. None of them added literally anything. It was literally just an excuse to have a, a poop scene. I don't know. Maybe it was like... The poop scene didn't do anything. Maybe it was tie. like, hey, this is what it's like working in Hollywood no. when you're not like at the top. Everything you really didn't think about that they're at the bottom of the mountain and they get crapped on because did he need literal elephant poop all over this person to make that and then literally the next scene is a pee scene the next scene in the movie I love is a pee scene I love this movie it's so good and no one will ever talk me out of it. Not, I, mean, I, I promise I'm not trying to. I'm just, in, in case anybody's wondering why I have it literally below Death on the Nile, there's, couldn't get past all the fluid scenes. Toby Maguire, every second that he was on the oh screen, my was gosh. Just, I was so the, weird what? and uncomfortable. The devil leading them into hell? Like, yeah, it sucked. Oh, it was dude, weird that was gross so and gross. It sucked. It was so good. I hated it. I get it. It, it wasn't look, one of those, look, like, I don't think. Oh, what is he trying to do here? This I is got the it. whole it just don't look up thing over again. You don't get it. Oh, okay? God. Oh, God. <laughs> we don't talk about that here on the show. We don't talk about don't look up. Um, it's about climate change. My number. <laughs> I do. I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit this show. I'll do it right now. I don't care. Uh, my number two is the Batman. It's God is so, so good. good, man. I thought it was going to suck <laughs> when, when I sat down in the movie theater. I was like, okay, I like Robert Pattinson. I actually kind of really like him as Bruce Wayne. DC hasn't made a good movie in God knows how long. This wow. is just not going to go well. And then like I realized DC didn't have that much to do with it. And they just let Matt Reeves make a cool Batman movie. And thank God they did because... God, it's so good. I loved the dark, gritty, intense, creepy, emo Batman. It was just, God, it was so, so good. Um, I don't have it above The Dark Knight. I don't think it's far off. I still think The Dark Knight is better, but I think this is closer than I ever thought it possibly could be. Robert Pattinson is my favorite live-action Batman yes. we've ever had. I think he's a lot better than Christian Bale. I don't think it's re that's really even that close. Um, I love I love Robert Pattinson this. I love the more grounded Batman where, like, like yeah, his car is high-tech and cool, but it's still just like, oh, I can actually yeah. see that being a real car and not like a – not one that has wheels that rotate while you're driving and spin. So you could it's, not like super tech military thing. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. A, a million or billionaire probably did make that. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably could <laughs> actually have this car. This like Elon makes, Musk could make makes that legitimate car. Sense. So like, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I just, I, I love the grounded Batman. Zoe Kravitz of course was just so hot. <laughs> so hot the whole cast, movie. except for Colin Farrell. Yeah, Paul Dano. Super hot cast. You had Paul Dano. 
Super odd cast, super good. Zoe Kravitz is a perfect. I don't think they could have possibly cast a better Catwoman. The chemistry between oh her God. and Robert Pattinson was just like electric coming off the screen. Um, I it, Yeah, this is way so, so much better than I ever possibly thought it could have been. I loved it. Easily my number two. Zoe, was, Zoe Kravitz was so good that she, she made Michelle Pfeiffer and Halle Berry look like those people that dress up like superheroes on the side of the road in Hollywood and ask for pictures. <laughs> yeah. And Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman yeah. for me now. Like she, in my mind, she is Catwoman. She's incredible. I can't wait. They're going to go super dark again. We're going to have Chalamet as Robin. Like, bring it on. <laughs> okay, that sounds weird. If oh, we're God. going super dark emo, then like Robert Pattinson, Timothy Chalamet, it kind of makes sense if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. <laughs> Yeah, or or so our boy throw make Chalamet uh, Nightwing, and then our boy Walker okay. Scoble as like the new Robin. Okay, a little smart ass Robin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. That's my number two. Okay, uh, my number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think this is gonna win Best Picture, and I'm kind of well. My number one, I want to win Best Picture. That's like my dream right. scenario. But I, this is the one I want between this one and Banshees, which seems like the top two. Um, I would be, I would be very happy to see this one. I'm pulling for Banshees. I would be happy still to yeah. see this one. I think this, honestly, I think this has the best chance um, mm-hmm. because I mean it's so good. I think if this wins, it changes a lot for like if we go back to back, like. Coda won last year, right? Mm-hmm. Or was it two years ago that Coda won? No, it was last year. Yeah. yeah if so. we go Coda, like a feel-good, like just kind of straightforward movie to like this indie, breaking all the rules kind of thing that is not just like this is a classic Hollywood movie. I mean, if we go back-to-back with that, then like it opens up so much more for creative people to do more in Hollywood. In my opinion, I don't know if that will actually change anything, but like it just opens the gate for better movies to get nominated. Um, but this is my biggest surprise of the year. I had no, I mean, I didn't know anything about it and it just started popping up like five stars, five stars, five stars. Everyone's loving this. It made me feel so many feelings like just back to back to back, like getting whiplash, emotional whiplash from all this i am like Mm -hmm. laughing and like crying at the same time i'm sure if somebody saw me in the theater they were like how did this homeless person with schizophrenia (laughs) get into the movie theater but like that's just how i reacted to this movie because it's that good and honestly the fact that the daniels made this after making a movie about a corpse washing up on shore and paul dano using it as a life raft because of its farts i mean like it is mind blowing, like how smart these guys are and the way they were able to pick the right actors right off the bat and create this script that speaks so much to like an immigrant family, but also speaks so much to like kind of everyone at the same time. Like it is, it's mm-hmm. truly amazing what they were able to accomplish with this and just, you know, big ups to a 24, just continuing to make the best movies in Hollywood, best studio in the business right now. <laughs> Maybe a little weird for me, but I get it. Um, all right, I got a little time. something. I got a little something prepared, Danny. Now we don't always get okay, serious on this podcast, but we're gonna get a little mm-hmm. serious because everyone knows what movie is up. 
everyone yes. knows what our number one is. Mm-hmm. Because it's it could be one of the greatest movies of all time. It is confirmed. Mm-hmm. Blue check mark. Steven Spielberg said this saved cinema, so it did save cinema. Mm-hmm. Greatest director of it all did, time. In fact, inarguably, yeah, it saved. It cinema. saved cinema. Um, so I'm just. I wrote a little essay. Um, hold on, I'm wow. going to queue up the Top Gun Maverick theme song because that is both of our okay. number one. It's Top Gun Maverick. Let me queue up this theme music real quick. Get it going. Um, here we go. It's not often, but every now and then a movie comes along that changes everything. A movie that lets you escape into the magic of the silver silver screen. That movie is Top Gun Maverick. From the opening scene to the end credits, we were able to experience something we had lost when the theater shut down due to COVID. It wasn't the first blockbuster that came when the theaters opened back up, but it was the first that defined where we were out of the thick of things. The first that reminded us of why we went to the movies. Top Gun Maverick is more than a blockbuster. It's a reminder of why we love movies, the thrill, the tears, the excitement, the heart. Could one movie save cinema? Yes, it can. And it put us right in the cockpit along the way. Unfortunately, my words don't begin to describe the perfection of this film. So I will leave with a paraphrased quote from author Victor Hugo. To see Top Gun Maverick is to see the face of God. What a loser. <laughs> yeah, but tell me you didn't feel exactly that way when you saw Top Gun Maverick yeah. for the first time. Listen, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. It's the best theater experience of my life. It's so much better than anybody could have possibly hoped or expected. Uh, it's it's a perfect action movie. It's literally a perfect action movie. It has incredible action scenes. It has a cool. It has a, an interesting relationship at the center of it. Multiple interesting relationships at the center of it, both romantic and familial. Um, the like the most realistic we're ever going to see fighter jet scenes on. It was real G's because real G's, Danny. Real G's. <laughs> It's it's the perfect action movie. It's the perfect theater movie. It's the perfect summer movie. It got people going back to the theater. Uh, Steven Spielberg confirmed that this isn't just from us. I made it literally my entire personality for like months. Like, like literally until months. like last month. <laughs> yeah, and that's not even a joke. My My personality shifted from Ted Lasso to Top Gun Maverick. And it's only just now starting to go down as we're going to get another season of Ted Lasso. So I can shift back to that. Um, it's an, it's, it's a perfect movie. It's an, it's an absolutely perfect movie. There's no, there was never any chance that it was not going to be my number one. It's in my top four on Letterboxd. I don't see it moving anytime soon, if ever. Uh, it's, 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 it's as good as movies. get. Yeah. It was seriously, it was the greatest movie experience I've ever had in my entire life. I saw it six times in theaters um, I mean, truly, like, I, I would go see it again right now. If it was playing mm-hmm. at my local theater, I'd go see it right now. Because it's, I mean, that, like, even seeing it on the sixth time, like, you still, you still feel the way you felt the first time you watched it. And, like, not a lot of movies can do that. Like, seriously, the only other movie I know that does that for me is Jurassic Park. Like, that's it. Yeah. Those are the only two movies where I feel exactly how I felt the first time I watched it every time I watch it. Um, it's truly, I mean, it is a perfect movie. It's great. It has everything. It's an action movie. Yeah. It's a, it's a rom-com. It's a comedy. Yeah. It's, it's got everything you could want. You could say it's a thriller. I mean, you have very thrilling moments in it. I mean, it is this movie so good. It's, it's just, 
a return to like what we kind of lost because of COVID. And Mm -hmm. it's so good that it's not a superhero movie. It is. Yes. That's such a big part of it is because it seems like every other big, like worldwide, huge theater event that we've gotten over the last decade, they've all been superhero movies, which like are great. We love superhero movies. I like, I'm a huge fan of superhero movies, but finally getting one, that everybody saw, everybody talked about, just about everybody loved, um, and that not being a superhero movie was such a huge deal, such a massive deal. And, like, is it a bit how much I talk about Top Gun Maverick? Yeah, a little bit, of course. I played up as a bit because it's funny. Every time someone has shared a top ten list in the Madabo Movies Discord, if this movie isn't their number one, I tell them their list sucks. And if it is number one, I tell them their list is perfect without even looking at the rest of this. It's very much I agree. A bit. No, I completely agree with it. Like, if this <laughs> yeah. isn't, like, honestly, if I was running the Oscars, this would win Best Movie of the Year. Because it was the best yeah. movie of the year. Yeah. It, I mean, it's very much a bit, but like rooted in truth. I think it's, I think it's an incredible movie. I think it's a perfect action movie. So yeah, easily nothing ever had a chance. Like the gap between Top Gun Maverick and number one and the Batman number two is massive. Yes, Batman doesn't have a chance, and it was my second favorite movie. Yeah, of the year. no, it's and then Tom Cruise. I mean, just doing everything for the fans, no matter what, mm-hmm. and we're getting like three summers in a row of we got Top Gun Maverick and then yeah. part one Mission Impossible part two Mission Impossible like yeah I love this man how how is he not nominated for best actor I don't like all that he's done for everyone how has how is he not nominated Listen, I get that he's t- crazy Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg hugging him and telling him to his face that he saved the theatrical experiences worth so much more than a best actor Oscar honestly matter. yeah I mean, really, really, honestly, yes. But also, pull your head out of your ass, Academy, and nominate Tom Cruise because this is ridiculous. All right, let's let's leave with that. We went way longer than I think we meant to. So let's take a break. Let's get the uh, the real Latinos in here. Hello, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with me and Ty as we uh, power rank our favorite 2022 movies. This is uh, an episode we do every year, ranking the previous year's movies. It's one that we're always really excited about. Probably one we prep for the most. I think I watched way more movies (laughs) last year than I certainly would have if not for this show so uh, we're excited that it's finally here we're going to be joined in just a second by our friends ron ismail and goody from the real latinos podcast it's a latin american movie podcast they're friends of ours we know them from the 70 millimeter uh, discord community they're really good dudes they're fun and funny and smart and a good time and i'm really excited uh for you to um, be introduced to them if you haven't listened to their show yet, but you really, really should. I, I really strongly recommend that. I uh, want to jump in here real quick, let you guys know next week's episode is uh, events we'd go to if we had a time machine. So I'm sure we'll have lots of, we'll, we'll have some sporting events, we'll have some historical events, um, maybe some just really dumb ones. I'm not sure. I, I think this is fun, gives us a lot of freedom to kind of get weird with our list, which you know we love those. Um, if you have any events that you wish you could have visited or you would like to visit if you magically had a time machine, uh, let us know. Uh, send us an email, rankingspod at gmail.com. For, don't forget the double K in the middle. Uh, or join our Discord. Let us know in there. It's been really fun in there. Lately, it seems like it's kind of picking up some steam. Uh, and uh, I'm having a really good time. I think our Discord community is fantastic. So uh, join that, hang out with us, let us know uh, 
what you like about our list, what you don't like about our list, share your own list with us. Give us episode ideas. We really need them. <laughs> At this point, we're running out of ideas. So shout out to the Discord community for always supplying us with steady ideas for this dumb, dumb show. Uh, all right, back to the episode. We are back with this week's special guest judges. This is the first time we've ever had five people on the show, and I'm very excited for it. It's our buddies from the Real Latinos podcast. It's Goody, Ismail, and Ron. What's up, guys? Hey. Hey, 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 hey. What up, everyone? How are we, fellas? Doing good? Great. Doing well. Doing Doing well. Fantastic. Yeah. Super excited to be here. uh, Thank you so much for joining us on this. We've talked about the Real Latinos a lot on on our show. Um, Ron has, like, an official status in our Discord because he, like, is our stats guy. He's, like, officially our stats guy. Um, and so we're our, our community very familiar with the Real Latinos podcast. If not, though, can one of you give a quick little like? Here's what the show is. It's one of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure, I'll go. Um, yeah, so Real Latinos is basically uh, a movie co- podcast all about Latin American cinema. You know, if no one else is going to do it, you know, we might as well do it. <laughs> and, so, uh, and yeah, so we cover. <laughs> We cover all sorts of movies all throughout Latin America, like Argentina, Brazil, Mexico, of course. Um, uh, and we're uh, also covering some U.S. Uh, U.S. films that have like a Latin background. So like La Bamba or Stand and Deliver or things like that. So Ex Machina. Uh, yeah. Overall, just uh, Ex Machina. Really good episode. Yeah. Uh, it's got Oscar right. Isaac. Yeah. Mm. Great episode. Mm. Great beard. Great beard so on Oscar good. Isaac. Man, yeah. yeah, very, very jealous, but you know, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's uh, that's us, yeah. Uh, we just cover Latin American cinema and we love it. Sweet, uh, easy choice to have you guys on. You guys watch a lot of movies, you talk about a lot of movies, so we knew that you'd be perfect, perfect guests for this. Um, we've got a lot to get to. I was telling you guys, uh, before we started recording, we have like 10 minutes worth of voicemails, which is just stupid. It's just <laughs> absolutely silly that we have to get to. Way to put um, down the guys... audience. So stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe freaking, freaking Shane Byerly knows that we have a 90-second voicemail limit. Send us a six-minute voicemail. Oh, but Shane, Ty, yes. Ty uh, says it's good, and we have to play the whole thing. Right on. Normally, normally this is where I would be texting Shane be like, hey, man, love you. Love your enthusiasm. I'm editing the crap out of this voicemail. So Ty said it's good. We have to play the whole thing. No, I'm so. just I'm just trying to play on his good side because he sent you like four different Criterion 4K DVDs mm-hmm. and has not sent Yo. me anything. I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite. That's all there is yeah. to it. He sent, him, like, on this mailing you, list. he sent him a Citizen <laughs> Kane 4K Criterion yeah. and Danny still hasn't watched it yet. Still haven't watched it. <laughs> Sounds boring. <laughs> yeah, listen, if they make an interesting oh movie, they watch it. Oh my God. <laughs> listen, listen. Starts already. <laughs> listen. Listen. Any movie hey, made before hey, the fifties? No tangents. Bad. No tangents. Of us. No tangents. Listen, they didn't Stay on it. target. They didn't even make movies before the fifties. Oh, so on target. We're talking about yeah. red shoes. Um, Who's that? What the hell is that? Hey, easy. Is easy. it? Is it better than Top Gun Maverick? Not a chance. Not going to bother with it. I agree with oh. that. <laughs> oh. Oh. My. I think with this. All right, let's I think get into it. Internet's out. Yeah, I think he's leaving. <laughs> okay, hold on. But before we get okay. into the list, though, What's up? I need Danny and Ty to to make a decision. Okay. Uh, as as the uh, the uh, official statistician, I have mm. to know how to log this episode. There's never been an episode with three judges. Okay. So, because uh, it could go one of two ways. It could go two of us pick one list, and the other one picks the third or the yeah. the, the second one, or we could all pick the same list. I don't know how it's going to go, but is. Uh, 
is that going to mean that as far as, um, you know, keeping the records, is it? It's one point. Yeah. One yeah, point. Yeah, say we go one yeah, point. Whoever, whoever wins two out of the three of your votes gets the. Okay. Gets it keeps points. it closer to Because we're, I mean, it's still a one point game. Right. I, or it might be tied right now, but it's still. Yeah, yeah you guys are tied right now. Yeah. You're, you're two to two right now. Yeah. And there are actual stakes now mm. because of Ron. Ron gave us the biggest blessing and, and biggest curse <laughs> that this show's ever had. He went back and, like, started keeping track of, like, what our actual record was after, like, two years of podcast, which is so cool of you and so nice and so much work that you didn't have to do. But oh, now, it that that they're, now it means that they're – now that means you had to listen to every episode of this I don't think it's that so nice because <laughs> I had to do a Twilight episode solo. <laughs> It was dope. It was honestly so sick that, that you lost and I won, and I didn't have to do a bad episode, and you did. So I think it by was one so, win, so that was that was the that was the best part of the whole thing. That the it's insane th- that it was so close. But. Absolutely insane. I right. almost makes me want to stop doing good episodes, but I'll never I'll never be able to stop myself. But we we've got just a silly amount of things to get to this episode. So why don't we go ahead and jump into it? I'm going to read these lists out labeled list A and list B, and then Ty and I are going to shut up for a bit. It's your guys's podcast. You could talk about um, mm. kind of the broad strokes of our list. You can go into detail. You can go one by one. Um, however, you guys decide amongst yourselves that you want to break it down and discuss them. Go for it. Um, you just each have to pick your own winner. Um, and then I know you each have your own lists, so we will get into those after that. We'll talk about all your lists. Uh, you can ask us questions about why we would have it so high, why we are missing certain things, um, just not in a way that's going to give away whose list is whose before you've picked a winner. Um, so if we're ready, uh, let's, let's get into it. Let's say the honorable mentions, the theme is biggest surprises. Uh, and they are Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, The Bad Guys, and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Number 10 is Hustle. Number 9 is The Woman King. 8 is Decision to Leave. 7 is Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. 6 is RRR. 5 is Cha-Cha Real Smooth. 4 is Banshees of Sharon. 3 is Everything Everywhere All at Once. 2 is The Batman. And number 1 is Top Gun Maverick. Let's be the honorable mentions. No theme. It's just their 11 through 13. Uh, it's Bardo, False Chronicle, and Handful of tr- of a Handful of Truths, uh, Bones and All, and Nope. Number ten is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Nine is After Sun. Eight is Cha Cha Real Smooth. Seven is Tar. Six is The Batman. Five is Petite Maman. Four is Banshees of Sharon. Three is Babylon. Two is Everything Ever Want Once. And number one is Top Gun Maverick. Real Latinos, you have the floor. Hmm. I'm gonna let you guys talk first because I. I know whose list is whose. I mean, I've, yeah. I've listened to too much of this show to not know who's who. Yeah, so. we've. <laughs> I gotta say, right off the bat, I'm starting to think that there's some real pandering going on here. Who? <laughs> no one watched about them, right? Only three people watched that movie, and it was the real Latinos. <laughs> and, yeah, and that's probably true. I, Listen, we're not above pandering. This show. It's, it's it's kind of yeah. a staple part of the rankings at this point. I will say stakes now. One of us, one of us is yeah. way more unashamed with their pandering than the other, and it is the person who has this on their list. So I won't say it. I won't go anymore. I won't say anymore. It might be me. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. The other list also has the bad guys, which I've been championing since like it came out. So. I don't know. Maybe you're trying to get my vote there, too. Mm. I'm very vocal about how much I like that movie. Shout out Dime. Also loves that movie. Um, but uh, <laughs> gosh, gosh, these lists. How are we going to do this, y'all? Uh, uh, let's go. I, what, what were you going to say, Guti? I No, I just, you know, just looking at this list, at both these lists, 
I I need an expl- I need an explanation about Cha Cha Rules. I did see that you had it at two stars what? and called it the white bread of <laughs> cinema. I did see that <laughs> on Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so look. White. You know what I'm the saying? fact that it has representation, <laughs> like Jewish representation, autism representation on screen, love that. But my word, can we can we get some like more diverse? more depth than these freaking characters like <laughs> my we God, we are dude, both like, big cooper Rafe yeah. guys we love cooper he's a texas Ooh. guy he's a dallas kid he's young he's like in his early 20s he's um the, and he's so the just, future of texas directing he's gonna take over the mantle from link later and wes anderson <laughs> he's taking it over from when they're Linklater done they're gonna Anderson. pass the torch wow. to cooper Rafe. they're getting older and then he's so, gonna wow. trip and fall and <laughs> break the torch <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, just wait. Yeah. I mean, we, he's got a mafia movie coming out I next mean, year with David Harbour in it. It's gonna be good. Yeah. Is or like the are the mafia guys gonna ask each other like, hey, is it okay <laughs> if I shoot at you? Well, like, I, oh, I did. Wow. I did say like, I can't. On. I can't wait for the early twenties super awkward mafia member that's like just starting out and it makes everybody uncomfortable. Uh, it's gonna be really sick. But we right. we love Cooper Rafe. Uh, we love the like genuine awkwardness that he brings to his characters and his movies in a way that like feels real and not like a super uh, caricaturized version of how awkward situations play out in real life, which I really appreciate that about him that he's done in both of his movies up to now. Uh, but a lot of it is he's a young Texas director and we're biased. Yeah. So. so speaking of Texas, I noticed that neither of you have vengeance on, uh, on your I think list. Barely missed. Um, is yeah. that barely missed both of our lists? Yeah, hmm. t- Vengeance is in my top 15, I think. I did like it. Um, I, I appreciate BJ Novak's, uh, the way that he made fun of small town Texas and calling it silly without calling it stupid, mm-hmm. um, which it's very easy to call small town Texans stupid because a lot of them are. Uh, <laughs> a lot of big town Texans very much. are stupid also. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a very easy group of people to poke fun at, and he, he justifiably talked about how silly they were without insultingly calling them stupid in a way that that was uh, a little endearing to me um it was good it's not great though i, I don't think there was there was anything over the top great about the movie i did i think if we yeah Avengers. the john Mayer, the john Mayer scene kind of just almost <laughs> ruined it for me at the very beginning we, so. that kind of made it for me but uh if we <laughs> if we had done like a top 10 scenes of 2022 like number one obviously would have been something from top gun maverick Number two would have been mm. the first introduction of Zoe Kravitz mm. in the Batman. And then number three would be the Whataburger scene from mm. Vigents. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, I'm expecting that to be the outro yeah. for this episode is the, the Whataburger yes. monologue. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Vengeance wasn't not, like all that great, I think. I feel like BJ Novak as a lead actor was just not a, the right decision. I wish he had cast someone else as yeah. the lead in that movie and just stuck to directing. He's, I agree. He's too much. Like, he's too too like i don't know i think maybe it's just because he's too good in the office that he's just like too smug too like i know everything sort of thing going on and i'm just like come on man yeah so i agree him as the lead was the worst part (laughs) also Aston kutcher like do we have to keep casting him in movies (laughs) like we don't have to (laughs) (laughs) not a fan of that 90s show (sighs) look i actually kind of like that 90s show but he was also only in so one episode for like three <laughs> seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let's uh, let's talk about criteria. Ismail Guti, do you guys have any criteria that you're going by to, to judge these these lists? 
I mean, I guess like the most uh, like obvious criteria would be like how mi- how much overlap is with my favorite stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's pandering going on here, so I don't know if I can even use that. So, uh, but at, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of these movies that I've seen, uh, they're just not as high up for me as y'all. Like Top Gun Maverick as number one, uh, I don't know. Come on, like. Listen, Top Gun Maverick is the official movie of the rankings yeah. podcast. Ty's dad just got yeah. in the car and started driving. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the right, not the right platform. <laughs> Listen, I love you so much. You were not among friends here when you started talking about how you didn't like Top Gun Maverick. I'm so sorry. I mean, I think it's good. I think it's good for sure. I think it's better than the original Top Gun too. Yeah. It's just yeah. Um, it's lives in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah I live in yeah. San Diego. Yeah, it's uh the bars here. I've never gone, but it's there. You know, um, uh, <laughs> and I just I don't know. Like I think I don't know. I don't know. Steven Spielberg so, so, said it saved cinema, and that's coming yeah, from Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. Also made, he also made the Fablemans, and people were like, but he also, getting but he also made for Jurassic Park. Yeah, so, like, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> He is, also made ET. Spielberg is, is having his Eminem era, where like Eminem started off real hard and just pl- he just yeah he's he's Eminem <laughs> beard era right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's 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 bearded Eminem right now. It's just not. But I mean, he did he did come out with West Side Story. That is true. He did write some wrongs. Yeah, but there, you can't even though you know one as of the long as you don't bad, use brownface in West Side you know. Story, you're already <laughs> in the positives. <laughs> like, like, also very you know, true. The bar true. wasn't very yeah. high. The bar was not high. <laughs> uh, I mean, the bar the bars were low, but he could have also you know made it and completely destroyed the story and what people liked about it. And from what I know, most people still enjoyed it who enjoyed the original. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I was really in on West Side Story until uh, that dork said "boy, boy," and then I was out. I I was, yeah, almost left the theater. Boy, boy. All right, Uh, Guti, what about you? Do you got any criteria that you're you're sticking to? Uh, I mean, I I feel like it's similar to Ismail. Like, which movies are on my list in in relation to where they're ranked compared to them on here and whether the movie's good or bad. So, you know, I already talked about Cha-Cha Real Smooth. So, <laughs> you know, I wish I could not pick a list, but I have to. <laughs> the <way>. That's the <laughs> Batman chain that list. Yeah, it is unfortunately <laughs> a rule here. You do have to pick a list. It does have to be one of ours. We've had quite a few judges in the past that are just like, I pick my own list. And yeah, every judge list ever has been better than either of our lists. So if we let you do that, we wouldn't have a show. Uh, yikes. <laughs> but, uh, but I... You know, I don't have Top Gun Maverick as number one, but it was my number one for a very long time on my it's list. A start. So I do like that. I it do was like the first that. movie he I saw like in twenty twenty two. Come on. Let's let's be real. <laughs> in May? I mean no, 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 come no. on. <laughs> he lives in the thirties. Bro, I watched I, I watched thirty eight I watched thirty eight movies in twenty twenty two. Oh, so you were close to you were close to me. So chillax. Yeah, for bro. this year. Oh, yeah, so Ty yeah, watched 173 2020. I'm just very, I'm very, I'm just very well rounded. Okay, so you know, I don't yeah, mind going back yeah, to the black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's that's where the, that's where movies were founded. Yeah, yeah. That's where the foundation was built. Okay, all right, keep it rolling, keep it rolling. Yeah. You don't get Edgar Wright without the story, okay? Okay, they so, didn't make uh, movies back though. then. You'll never convince me. <laughs> all right, um, I, let's okay, I'm, I'm gonna pull the trigger and I'm gonna start picking lists. Um, 
So my criteria, uh, I basically, I watched every movie on both lists, uh, except for I'm not counting the honorable mentions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, as of, uh, I got up, uh, the woman King dropped on Netflix. So I got up at five 30 this morning and watched it before, mm. uh, the before commitment. work. So what yeah, a movie to watch at I've five 30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, no kidding, man. Wild way to start your day. Yeah. yeah the adrenaline rush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I, I watched every movie and I, uh, basically just am calculating each list by what I have as their letterbox score. Mm-hmm. Um, so whichever one of you has the mm-hmm. highest cumulative letterbox store, and I don't even know what wow. that is. I'm about to hit calculate on this spreadsheet. Wow. And uh, wow. we're going to find out. So <laughs> live, live maps. Uh, well, list no A judgment. has 41 and a half stars. Ooh. And list B has 43 stars. So list, list B gets, gets oh. to win for me. Ooh. Wow. Dang. There we go. All Let's right. Go. Wow. Math always just ruins me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like math didn't get you to do a punishment episode. Yeah. This is the first yeah, time right. I didn't have math has helped me. Jeez. I had to take accounting like three <laughs> times in college. <laughs> uh, let's go. Right. Oh, that's man. one That's so, one vote for, okay, so one vote for Ty and let's be. Which, oh, of course, shoot. is Ty. I'm not watching Tar. <laughs> Oh. oh, so now we know. I, I didn't know who's who's who's. So I guess. Yeah, we, I knew. I knew. Yeah, who's yeah, I, I didn't know either. Yeah. Like, there, there are Thai movies and there are Danny movies. And I knew exactly what both were going to look like. Yeah. What What I'm also seeing here is that there's yeah. like a bunch that I didn't get to watch. Like, I did not watch Cha Cha Real Smooth. I did not watch mm. Hustle, but I did want to watch it just because just of Adam Sandler. I mean,. The guy knows what he's doing. Dude, Juancho Hernan Gomez is better actor than a basketball player. It's 100%. Yeah. I didn't yeah. know he was a basketball player until after the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Swear. Yeah. He's uh, but, he's going to he's one of those players who's going to end up like being on each every each 30 teams roster like at some point in his career cuz he's yeah. good enough to be in the NBA yeah. but not good enough to contribute really to a team. Uh, <laughs> great actor though apparently. Who knew? No. <laughs> All right. all right. Who's going next? Uh, let's see. What else? What else? So I do like I do like that list B has Babylon. Yeah. So that for me. I'd really like that too. Without getting into my list. That one was very high for me. Oops. The score to that movie so is good. amazing, which I know Ismail loves yep. too. Um, oh, man. Yeah, a lot of other. So After Sun, I really wanted to watch, but I, I don't think it's come on any streamer yet. From I can, uh, so, I'll low-key um, send you a link after this where you can watch it. Whoa. Okay. I like that. I like Pr- that. Promoting like piracy that. on <laughs> rankings. <laughs> yeah, I had to I had to make a rule that he can send them via Discord, but it has to be DMs. Don't use our Discord yeah. to send people to piracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, I appreciate that. Because After Sun is definitely one. It's got a lot of hype behind it, so I've been wanting to watch that one. Best um, like like last 20 minutes another. best some of the best directing i've ever seen in my entire life mm. Mm. man and charlotte wells too she was in the uh criterion closet recently and she picked uh she picked a couple of movies that i was just like okay maybe me and charlotte wells might, we, we might vibe so i really want to watch that right now shoot it well, let me watch the movie first, okay? Yeah. I gotta watch the movie first, and then we can see if we're actually compatible. Charlotte Wells' address. Uh, we're playing. 
is now turned into this is now yeah. turned into 2022 rank to uh, matchmaking. Uh, unbelievable. Never thought it would happen. Um, what else am I seeing? R, Triple R is another one. That oh, I, you gotta watch it. I, I watched it in the LA st- yeah. uh, screening like the other week, and it was just like outstanding. It's outstanding to watch with the theater. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it, I highly recommend you check it out with other people. It makes it's very fun. It makes recent Marvel movies look like trash. It truly, yeah. which is truly not like does. super hard, but like it like really <laughs> sets apart the gap. Coming out this week, Ant Man. I mean, after Ant- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, can we funny. not? Can we like uh, keep it? Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, um, so just based off of my list, off of kind of where I've had things kind of ranked and stuff like that, I. And even before, like, I was just looking at this list now, uh, I mean, the Babylon really makes a difference. The fact that Cha-Cha Real Smooth is lower on the list than wow. both. I called it. I really called it. I told Ty, I was like, I'm going to lose so, Cody's vote because yeah. of where I had Cha-Cha. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I'm, gonna go I'm back in the lead. I'm Let's go. go. <laughs> yeah. I guess it doesn't matter what I do at this point. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm going to be honest. I was also leaning towards this B. I think overall, I mean, I really like Tar. I really <laughs> like the Batman. Really like uh, everything overall at once. All of most of which are in list A. Um, but I got to be honest, the pandering probably worked. Bardo, as an honorable mention, <laughs> good lord, what a movie! Uh, it's really up there for me. Really, really, really up there for me. Um, and also, Nope showing up, D- dude. Danny, what's going on? <laughs> You have not watched Nope. Oh, I do. <laughs> no, I watch Nope. I do bits. I do bits as my honorable mentions. Uh, I don't know. My my honorable mentions are never eleven through thirteen. It's always a bit. So, that's why mine is the biggest surprises. Well, Puss in Boots year, was a great surprise. I gotta admit. Who saw that, that coming? That was actually that was his eleven, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I think it is. My <laughs> if I'm being honest. Beyond, did did y'all pander with with any of these honorable mentions? I honestly, no? I mean, it looks like pandering, but I really loved. I mean, it's it's my kind of movie, and it's just like yeah. Inuritu literally birthing a movie. Like that first scene, it's yeah. like <laughs> yeah, kind of him insane. making the yeah. movie. I feel like you know, it's like I'm you. sure he had this idea. You're really selling it for Danny I'm right sh- now. Oh no, Danny would yeah. hate this movie. Danny would yeah. hate it. So there aren't enough hours in the day. He'd like it better time. than Babylon, but yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything. Ba- ba- I saw 55 movies that came out last year. Babylon's my number 49. Damn. Yeah, I did end up watching it, and it was, it was a lot, very fluid, heavy movie. Uh, is, is it is. is. Very, it truly is. The opening is very I fluid. Each, yeah, I gotta each bodily that. fluid got its own dedicated scene in Damien Chazelle's <laughs> Babylon, which is just a lot for me to deal with. Between oh, that and God. Tobey Maguire being just a sick little freak, it just was a lot, <laughs> yeah. super high yeah. a lot for me to get oh into. I know. Oh. Tobey Maguire playing Gollum is part. not something that I was expecting. <laughs> which is so great. He didn't even have to change his personality. That's literally it's the just the role Toby Maguire was born to play himself. (laughs) Gross little freak. The creepy little freaking laugh that he gives is hilarious. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, But yeah, I think I think overall, let's be just really plowing through here, plowing through. 
But yeah, honorable mention over there for list A though, the Woman King. Good shout. Um, just felt so like good. it was like not long enough or too long. Like it was just at an awkward I it. spot. It's just not right. Uh, you just need more Viola Davis, I think. So you know. Heard that? Yeah, always. I mean, yeah, you can say that with any Viola Davis movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, also, I did when I was going through my honorable mentions. I also gave a shout out to Dime when I was talking about the bad guys. Oh yeah, right so, on. Cool. Shout out, shout out nice. to Dime. What a what a movie. Do y'all what a do y'all think Bardo's gonna win uh, best international picture? It's not even no because it's, it's not, not nominated. nominated. Was it not? It's, no, yeah, wait. It's not no. Even oh, it's it was nominated, nominated for cinematography. For cinematography. No. That's right. That's yeah. why it's on my Oscar whack. List. I, yeah. You you really opened a wound there, Ty. Yeah. I, <laughs> I can't believe. Yeah, I mean, I wish. I really wish, but um, gosh, it was so misunderstood. I feel like people were trying to dunk on it like from the beginning of when it came out, and just I don't know. I think it's kind of hypocritical that people are like getting real going real hot and heavy for the Fablemans being like, Oh, it's so personal. And then they go look at Bardo and they're like, what's this? You know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, it's just not, not, not for me. Just help. I thought Fablemans was like real boring. Yeah. 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 Mad boring. And, and so if you think Bardo was <laughs> boring too, then I mean, more power to you, Danny, you know? Is oh there, my God. Is no. There, uh, Danny, you might not like it, but you will Bardo. not think it's boring at all <laughs> is is there like a high school bully that meets the protagonist and decides he wants to murder him within seconds of meeting him because that, that happened in the movie. no but there is a border agent that basically fills yeah. that role yeah yeah let's go please pinocchio the guillermo del toro one not Ooh, yes one. i did Maybe. i had it at four stars let me see where i had it on my list um, I got like real I the scene where they crucified him. I was like, okay, like let's chill out a they little what? bit. Um, <laughs> well, sorry, what happened to the Pinocchio? I have it. At, <laughs> I have it at. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, this is the kids' movie. Yeah. I have it's it. At, don't worry. Movie. There's also Mussolini. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, which like I was fine with. I'm, I'm sorry, like, what? okay, cool. We're gonna go into fascist Italy, fine. But like, we're really gonna like crucify him? Like, come on. We did what? <laughs> Why are we doing this in a Pinocchio yeah, movie? A Pinocchio um, movie. <laughs> I have it at number 36 out of 135, uh, right behind Jackass Forever. Ooh. Ooh, I think if I had seen this, it's like some of the best like stop good. animation I've ever seen like since mm. Kubo and the Two Strings. I think if I had seen it in a theater, it would probably be higher up on my list. Okay, right on, right on. Surprised um, that I don't see the Northmen, really. I have the uh, Northmen. Because it was oh. a bad movie. Whoa. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I saw 55 movies. I have the Northman of 44. Out of I have it at 31. Still haven't seen Northman. I have it at 31. Dang. I originally had Northman as a five-star yeah. movie when I saw it in theaters. Because that was like one of the first movies like post-COVID that was yeah. in the theater. And I was like, I kind of just got trapped in this. Oh, I haven't been in a theater for so long. And this was a big, extravagant movie. And then I had to hold mm. back and really was like, oh, it's just a bunch of sweaty dudes fighting. Mm. It is a lot yeah, of sweaty dudes fighting. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of sick little freaks, how about Bobby Eggs? Huh? Bobby Eggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Little Bobby Huevos. Like, that weird crazy. Yeah. Just, oh, I Bobby Huevos. Literally. Danny, you need to, that's a better name. <laughs> yeah, you start that's, saying really that <laughs> that's really good. I wish I loved literally anything in this world as much as Robert Eggers loves pagan rituals. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Literally yeah. anything, just, just to feel that passion about being a being freak being nice. in every single movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just going off the charts. Yeah. 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 Did you watch Bullet Train? 
like I don't see that anywhere. Uh, Bullet Train's a blast. Bullet Train was an absolute blast. It was not far from making. I have it at twenty five. Being honest, dang, Bullet Train was amazing. I love Bullet Train. That was like one of my. That was my my biggest surprise. I think it was insane. I have Bullet Train at seventeen. Um, and it honestly probably should be higher. I, I haven't seen it since theaters, but I let my brother buy the tickets, and he bought the 4D ticket, so that kind of held me back oh. a little. It, it added a little bit to it, honestly, because there was a little. <laughs> Those ones some, where they like actually stab you in the character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. there were some train spots <laughs> where I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad 4D exists. But most of the movie, I was like, I would just want to eat my popcorn without like my hand shaking the entire time. <laughs> I can't help but feel like a 4D movie right. would make me puke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. I don't think it's for me. I watched uh, Titanic in 3D the other day. I wonder how it would be in 4D, you know? <laughs> 4DX Titanic. That dance you drown in real life. That dance scene in 4D, <laughs> my God, it would change you. <laughs> <laughs> they make it real humid yeah. during the car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Then the car Your seems, glasses fog up. sticky oh. in this theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. What else did y'all have not seen? Did you get? Yeah, did you guys watch uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yes. I, no. I had I Bodies didn't. at thirty-four. You did. Uh, 34, uh, honestly, yeah. it's probably would be lower if I, I didn't have good. a giant crush on Rachel Sanat. Like I have a huge crush on her. So yeah, yeah. that contributed a, at least a star. <laughs> 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 well, what would happen if Timmy Shams yeah, wasn't Bodies, she's Bodies, Bodies that. too? Oh. I mean, oh. yeah, yikes. Oh, man. Yes. <laughs> did you checking all my bingo board? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did y'all did right. y'all count? Uh, did, did, yeah. Did y'all count the I don't know if y'all watched the um, uh, Guillermo del Toro's um, uh, Cabinet of Curiosities, but like each one of those episodes has its own like uh, entry. Would y'all consider those as entries into your list or not? Um, I I probably wouldn't. It kind of like. Do you remember that movie that came out, the uh, Ballad of Buster Scruggs, that was on oh, Netflix, yeah. yep. and it was like an anthology oh, uh-huh. series, and then like Small Acts. Like I don't really count those mm-hmm. as like movies. I mean, I could like if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think me and Danny would be fine if like someone threw that on the list. Um, right. Also, I've only seen the first two. So Ooh, I feel you like gotta watch the last one. Yeah, the, the viewing I think is called. Oh, mm-hmm. good lord! Yeah, see, I feel like it's incredible. I I couldn't throw just one on my list if I haven't seen all of them. I see, I see. No, I get it, I get it. Oh, but I Small didn't even Axe, count Jackass yeah. Forever as a movie on my list. So I you're kidding? <laughs> I, Are you serious? I mean, I like I love Jackass Forever. I just I I don't think it's a movie, and so I didn't like it. Never had a consideration for making my list. It's a documentary on this, <laughs> on this episode, <laughs> sort it's of. But I don't even know that I would. I don't even think that I would count like documentaries if I were if I. Which uh, I'm not a documentary person. I don't I really see. watch. Really, them. you're I not. See. But if I did, <laughs> no, Ty, I'm the dumb one. We all know this here. I um, still think that Jackass Forever had some of the best marketing of the year. Oh, with like yeah. the the canon, yeah, it was a blast. The canon with uh, what's this fool's name? Johnny, Johnny Knoxville. Knoxville, I think was yeah, mm. out in the like in the open and it, that says some people never learn. Oh, good lord, that's amazing. Yeah, that's marketing that, right there, and it made me cry. Yeah, well, yeah it, it's, it's like, incredible. Same. Yeah, Jackass Forever was awesome. I just like I don't know that it's a movie, so like it never had. It was never in consideration from. That's like I would count it as a movie, but if another movie came out like it i wouldn't count it as a movie i just feel like they have so much street cred where they deserve for it to be called a movie 
for sure, for sure. All right, you want to uh, you want to start doing our lists, please? Yeah, and also shout out if you want a more in depth uh, hearing of their list. They have a 2022 movies episode, which is fantastic. Go check it out. Real <laughs> I was gonna. I was wondering if you guys were gonna listen to that as homework. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because when we recorded that and literally the next day after we recorded it is when you guys invited us to do this episode. So it was kind of funny how that worked out. No, Perfect timing. Ty probably did. Ty's the panderer here. <laughs> Look, Danny, I would love for you to watch Bardo, but you're going to hate it. It's actually a freaking awesome movie. I was not pandering it's, at all. Just, I don't know. It's baller. enough hours of the day. Yeah. Yeah, okay, just... I, will, I will defend, like, I, you know. I listened to every episode in a little under two weeks, and I've, I've gotten to know your guys' taste pretty well. I can tell that there's no pandering yeah. going on. Like, yeah, you, you, your guys' lists are pretty out I love when a director just, think, like, middle finger to the air, like, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it, and yeah. y'all are going to deal with it. Like, that's my favorite. Yeah, baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, that's what I was going to ask about. So, you know, Babylon is another one that people are very, very divided on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to ask you, I'm sure you talked about it in the in the before um, segment, but uh, what about Babylon makes it so high on your well, list? Well, so I'm very much like, I love a movie that panders to like me, like just loving cinema and like going to the movies, but also like the whole story behind like everyone just crapping on La La Land and then Damien Chazelle <laughs> coming back with, the, okay, cool. You didn't like my little cheesy, romantic, amazing musical. Then I'll just make the most ridiculous, <laughs> visceral movie I can make. And you're going to just going to have to deal with it. And I'm going to spend an enormous amount of money on all these actors. And they're going to give the best performances of their career. Yeah. And you're just going to yeah. have to deal with it. And it's just like, yeah, I love it. I mean, I love it so yeah. much. I don't like it Big more swings. than Whiplash. But, I mean, it is right mm. there. It, like, when I walked out of the theater, there was mm. a real moment where I considered putting Babylon above Top Gun Maverick. And I had to, like, talk yeah, myself you, you down. you texted me that, and I almost blocked you. I had to talk myself down. <laughs> <laughs> and your father just assumed yeah, you. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It was almost like, you, like should I put Babylon number one and never see my family again? Or... Yeah. <laughs> Listen, it just gets me higher and higher on Robbie's will, so I guess I wouldn't be able to There's not a lot coming, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean that ending is pretty transcendent though. Like, I mean once you seriously, oh. it was so good. And like I can't wait for it to like people to edit that last like where they show all the movie scenes and people edit it to their favorite movies. Yeah, like because yeah. like I get yeah. like oh, yeah. people are a little upset that Avatar was in that clip. I get it. Mm-hmm. It was a transcendent mm-hmm. movie in cinema. So, like, also, mm-hmm. I get that. But, like, I can't wait for people to edit that with their favorite movies, like, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. It's, I, I agree. Oh, Hard my agree. God. I still yeah. remember when that yeah, lady the other, pissed the other... on that guy. It was crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Put that on the reel. I was going <laughs> to. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to mention the the one scene where they're trying to transition from silence to sound or whatever and Margot oh. won't like hit her spot and she has to like hit her spot yeah. and the producer is just going yes and the guy in the box you know like it's so hot and he like <laughs> dies <laughs> oh. yeah the hello college scene is amazing oh incredible if we had gotten more of that stuff and less yeah. of the weird grossness I think I would have really done that it's cause honestly. I feel like the weird grossness like it's up there for like the first I don't know 15 minutes 
And then it's not no. that gross anymore. No, it's not. It know. keeps coming back to it. It keeps coming back to it. There's like a fart, all, okay? Uh, <laughs> all I will say is that I very much appreciate the website does the dog die for letting me know the times that I needed to, you know, like kind of maybe go into the kitchen uh-huh. and, you know, grab myself another drink or whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Um, okay, what were right. we talking about? Uh, I think I answered your question. Did I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll I'll do my list first then, so we can uh, get to all the the emails. So um, so speaking of documentaries, my honorable mentions are are, are three documentaries from uh, from this year. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, each one representing uh, a childhood hero of mine. Um, the first one is uh, "Until Ooh. the Wheels Fall Off," uh, the Tony Hawk documentary. Oh, um, yes. Oh. Nice. Uh, the uh, the next one is one that I know the hosts of this podcast are going to appreciate: "Facing Nolan." Uh, Ooh. Nolan Ryan is, um, he's on my Mount Rushmore right of, uh, of, of, of athletes. Yeah. T- t- I, I know. I know. Hanging right above my bed. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, it didn't tell me anything really that I, that I didn't already know, but just like, he just seems like such a cool dude. And like, he's such an impressive athlete. Like I, like no one is ever yeah. going to break the records that he set like it's no. it's just it's it's inhuman and, and the fact that he like still went as hard as he did as long as he did like mm-hmm. yeah and never just, won a cy young you know, it, it's incredible and never yeah and exactly yeah never won a cy young disgusting um yeah it's 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 yeah. ridiculous so yeah i'll never forget that uh that that fight oh. he had on the mound or <laughs> yeah robin oh ventura yeah it yep. was awesome yeah incredible. robin ventura incredible. was the coach of the white Sox for a while and i went to a rangers game uh, where the white Sox were the visitors and they played that clip on the jumbotron like every single <laughs> inning as robin ventura was sitting there in the opposing dugout it was awesome yeah and like he was like 40 uh, when that happened <laughs> no, no he was like yeah. 46 yeah. when that happened yeah, like, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, so, sick. so. But yeah, big love, love Nolan Ryan. I remember, like, I get you know, I'm I'm an Angel fan. I grew up in Anaheim, and I remember I was um I was eight or nine, I think, and I don't think it was his last season, but it was like his second to last season and uh, his last start in in Anaheim. My dad made sure to take us because he wanted me and my sister to to be able to see him. That's pitch. awesome. Yeah. Um. And yeah, yeah. He nice. Was, you know, a, a legend. Um. And the last one, speaking of legends, uh, Moon Age Daydream, the uh, the David Bowie. It's sort of a documentary. It's sort of like an art installation. I don't really know how to classify it. Um, it's it, it felt like something more that would be playing at, in like an art gallery than like that you would go to a theater to see. But um, I'm a huge Bowie fan, and uh, I, I had a blast watching it. So um, if uh, if anyone is at all interested in him, I definitely recommend checking ha, it out. Ha, have um, you seen any of the uh, nominated docs this year? I, I have I have you seen Fire of Love? Uh, I, I, most importantly, yeah, I, I I saw I saw that one. Yeah. Um, I don't think I, yeah I haven't. Seen that's going to be the yet, winner. Though. So as long as you saw that. As well. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure that it is. I'm a little um, so the I'm the one telling people not to go on tangents. And I'm about to go on a go tangent, but um, the the craft. Let's keep I've it moving. Seen, yeah, <laughs> I've seen a bunch of documentaries about them already over the years, so I wasn't as impressed with it as a lot of other people seem to be. But I mean, still, like if you've never heard of them, if you've never heard their story, I do. Yeah, it's it, it was really well done. Um, okay, so my top ten. Um, I expect to get a ton of crap. For uh, several things on this, live list. your truth, Ron. Um, live your truth. I I will say, do it. Uh, Cha Cha Real Smooth was up there for a while. Oh, nice. so, it, it, was, it, it would probably Yikes. be like my 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 number twelve wow. or thirteen or something like that. Um, wow, love it. 
Yeah, wow. I uh, there. I'm learning a lot. <laughs> Is this the uh, end of you, real Latinos? You, I can't believe it. You can you can kind of tell. We ask that every episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can kind of tell. It's okay. It's like, a recurring bit here it's too. It's a sophomore movie, but uh, but I you know I I see why you guys dig Cooper Reef so much. Like I you know thank you. Um, I, I think he's got a lot of a uh, lot of potential, and I dug um like the relationship between him and his mom. Oh, and yes. then uh, I really liked the, uh, the the spectrum representation in it. So mm-hmm. um, anyway. But it is not on my top ten. What is in my top ten? Ron's checking to see if is... Cooper Rafe is Latino right now. <laughs> yeah. Just um, can we get him on? Yeah. So number ten, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Nice. That is, That's that in your top ten. A, yeah, that is a very yeah, much baby. a mini movie. The uh, only movie that has the courage to justify <laughs> Paddington two. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so number nine and number eight i know i'm gonna get crap um we can draw a circle and throw a knife in it and you guys can fight me about it if you want to uh number nine is the fablemans Ooh. oh my freaking okay. gosh Ryan. <laughs> are you serious number, i am serious <laughs> Uh, for all the reasons that you love Bardo, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like. like yeah. I, I had it at number fifteen on the year, so Dang. I loved yeah. it. So I get, I completely understand all the criticism. Um, I share a lot of that criticism, but uh, at the end of the day, like I'm, the stuff that hit really hit for me. So you know, I gotta admit the the final the final sequence, the very very final sequence. Oh. That's good. Yes, that's that's magic right there. Like the, the, the moving shot. of the camera, yeah. mm. Mm. good stuff. But other than that, you know, I have it at forty nine. You know, it's it's, <laughs> it's all right, <laughs> but it's still a good movie. Um, uh, number eight, Clerks three. Um, I know wow. Kevin Smith is Ty's favorite. Mm. <laughs> favorite Yo, you're about wow. to be Batman Shane's best friend, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, Kevin's. I, you know, I. I I don't know if filmmaker is the the best way to describe Kevin Smith, um, but uh, I I love his movies. <laughs> this is the first time um, I'm hearing particularly about his this. earlier movies. I didn't know and, this uh, came out. <laughs> oh, really? Man. Yeah. So I mean, if particularly if if you've seen the the other two Clerks movies, and if like if you grew up with them, you know, um, it's uh, it was a very su- surprising, poignant, you know, uh, tag to the other movies. All right, uh, number seven, Decision to Leave. Uh, yeah, dude. Mm. Mm, yep. Okay. Number six is Bardo. Mm. Wait, what? Uh, Wasn't in your top five last? Time? Oh my! <laughs> it was. It was in my top five, and I've seen a couple more. Ooh, <laughs> oh, damn. Okay, <laughs> let's just keep on going. <laughs> Gotta let it burn. My number five is uh, the Banshees of Inisherin. Yes. Mm. Nice. Yeah. My number Ooh, four uh, again, Guti. If you want to fight me, you can fight me. My number four is Marcel the Shell. Yes. Wow. Yeah, dude. Oh, Tell totally me you don't want to be a better person. See, uh, after see, watching see that the, 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 this is this is what I'm gonna say. This is what I'm saying. The problem is that I've seen a lot of old movies, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the same things that happen in that movie happen in Marcel with the shoes mm-hmm. on. So for me, when I first watched it, I was just like. All right. Well, I've already kind of seen this, and it's now like a shell, and they're trying to get adorable points, and it's not working for me. So that's the only reason I don't like it. I get it. My I think it's a good movie. So I mean, one, there's the you know the the searching for family and stuff, but um, the the one thing that really uh, put it up there for me is if you if you know anything about the making of the movie, and if you know anything about Dean Fleischer Camp and Jenny Slate and their relationship. And then, you know, making this movie like that kind of um, elevates it quite a bit more for me because uh, I 
I couldn't imagine processing my divorce with my ex-wife as the lead of my movie. So, um, yeah, that's the, that's the production of it's kind of crazy to me. And I, for them to turn that into what they turned it into, um, I thought was, uh, was really cool. Uh, number three is After Sun. Yes. Uh, mm. That um, it's 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 not the typical kind of movie, but I'm into. But uh, like a lot of the the stuff on here, there's some stuff in there that hit home for me, and uh, I thought it was really well done. Really like they didn't um, they didn't shove things in your face. They kind of just like let it be what it was, and you know let you draw your own conclusions to it. And yeah, I thought it was. Really what do well you done. think about that number two dance scene? The last scene in the movie, yeah, like just floored you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there were so many like, uh, and one like the, the performances, both him and and the little yeah. girl. Um, you know, yeah, it was very much like, and the way it shot too. I mean, like it's yeah, you could have just it's like someone set a camera down and you know was really filming the relationship between this father and daughter, and you know, like you you felt everything between them. Uh, my number two is the movie that saved cinema, Top Gun Maverick. Wow. Um, Feels good. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Feels yeah. good, it's, Ron. Yeah, baby. It, it just as <laughs> I don't think that I have had more fun watching a movie um, this year or in 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 a couple years since. Like it it was it was huge, and I didn't even see it in the theater. I waited oh, until it, until it came a, on a Paramount Plus. That's the saddest thing I've ever yeah. heard. It's the best theater experience. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we're gonna book a trip to Cali. We're gonna rent out a theater. We're gonna let you experience that. We'll, we'll, we'll find a theater when we go to spring training. Yes. We'll, we'll get some Whataburger and uh, and go go oh watch Top Gun. That's Maverick. a dream. Yeah, you're <laughs> preaching. Yeah, we're, we're like actually in for that. <laughs> All right, and uh, my my number one's everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm. Uh, I think I've already said all I need to say about it on mm. on our podcast. But um, you know, yeah, I it's it's my favorite movie of the year, and I'm pulling for it for pretty much every Oscar that it's nominated for. So. Yep. Nice, nice. Good stuff. All right, who's next? Ooh, I guess I'll, I'll I can mm-hmm. jump in here. Uh, so honorable mentions. Uh, so the first one I kind of want to give a shout out to is uh, Official Competition, which is I've been meaning to watch that Nelson for the Cruz longest time. Oh my lord, dude! It's so freaking funny, man. I I really really enjoyed it. Um, and just like the give and take between the two actors, who's the other actor in this? If it's Antonio Banderas, um, it's Penelope Cruz, right? Yep. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's them too. But then, um, essentially, they're trying to do like some sort of play, from what I can recall. And they have another actor come in, Oscar Martinez, I believe, is the the guy's name. And basically, it's a him and Antonio Banderas are trying to like work out scenes together. And Penelope's the director of the film. That they're gonna shoot and uh, it's just hilarious really good time in theaters uh one of those that was released in 2021 but like petite maman basically didn't get a release out here in the states till 2022 so really enjoyed that one um another one that i'm gonna give a shout out to is um pinocchio i really really enjoy pinocchio yeah, the return of robert um, <laughs> oh yeah it's tom hanks here no, 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 no. I love, listen, I love Tom, but after what I heard, you, what you said, and then what Ismail said about that film, no it's chance. Part two one. of Tom Cruise's uh, COVID but... reign. It's like Elvis and then Pinocchio. It's like he clearly had COVID when he was making these movies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, the stop motion animation is amazing. Loved a lot of the themes, you know. Um, we have a great episode on it, so go listen to that um, to hear more of my thoughts on real Latinos um, 
Nice Cheap plug, plug. <laughs> yeah. Then the last, yeah, not right. <laughs> and then the and then the uh, the last one. I'm gonna cheat a little bit with this one because it means so much to me, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Is um, the last movie stars, which mm. stars. Um, it's basically a documentary by Ethan Hawke, and he found a bunch of transcripts and audio recordings of Paul Newman, um, kind of just talking about you know, his life because he wanted to have some sort of transcription um, that his kids can kind of go back to and learn who their real dad was and, like, his relationship with Joanne Woodward, um, who was also another star um, in, in her own right. So, yeah, really enjoyed that documentary. It's, like, eight episodes on HBO Max. Um, so I know I'm cheating a little bit there, but I really needed to give it a shout-out. So I'm doing okay. it now. Um, Listen, so we, we cheat all the time on the show. Yeah, yeah, if there's a podcast to cheat on, it's definitely rankings. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> this one. <laughs> for sure, for sure. And then the other one I was surprised not to see on either of your lists and we haven't really talked about yet is, I don't know if you guys saw Resurrection. Um, that's my number 10, and mm-hmm. it stars Rebecca Hall. It was a Shudder-exclusive release. Um, I'm not sure if it's any on any other streaming services at this point. But essentially, it's like this mom who's raising a kid, and someone from her past kind of comes back. And um, I'm just a huge Rebecca Hall fan. She's like amazing. She's a great a- actress, and she has like a monologue in this film, particularly that's just absolutely riveting. So, uh, if you guys haven't watched it, you should definitely watch it. And Tim Roth's in it, and he's he's really that creepy. poster um, looks incredible. So I highly recommend that one. That's a great poster. Yeah. No. Uh, Ever since the Night House, I've been a huge Rebecca Hall fan. I think she's really great, and I think she hasn't gotten like enough nominations from the Academy just because she does a lot of horror films, and the Academy just, for whatever reason, hates horror films. So <sighs> it is what it is. Um, but yeah, highly recommend that one. And then number nine, The Banshees of Inishirin. Mm. Um, pretty good film. Like that one a lot. Um, number eight is another one that. I don't see a lot of people talking about, but I kind of highly recommend watching it. it. It's a, it's it's a little hard, a little bit of a hard watch, but uh, the movie's happening, um, and essentially it's about a young student in, um, Fran- in 1960s France who has is basically facing like an unwanted pregnancy, and so she has to go around trying to figure out how she can get an abor- abortion illegally. And there's a couple scenes in this like I didn't know what I was getting myself into really. I think I just saw a couple of my friends gave it high ratings, um, and I went to go watch it on a whim one day, and wow. Uh, there's definitely some disturbing things in here that I was just like, I am so glad and so happy that uh, I cannot get pregnant because yeah, this, <laughs> I wouldn't want to This, like, came out that like, man. Like, recently it's... when our dumbass country, like, retracted the mm-hmm. abortion law. Like, that, right. like, it came out, like, Pretty soon, yeah. after, like maybe a month after that happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's extremely powerful. If you guys can stomach it, because I know some people, you know, was that a pun? They can't watch certain things on, on film and stuff. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> wow. Hey. Wow. I, I, I didn't say uh, it. <laughs> did you? Did you have to say it? That got me. That got me. I appreciate that you did. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, you should watch it. Uh, number seven, uh, number seven, I have Tar. Uh, I mean, Kate mm. Blanchett. I, there's nothing else to say uh, besides that. Uh, number six, I had Everything Everywhere mm. All at Once. 
fantastic film. Uh, really enjoyed that. Hoping it, it gets some wins at the uh, at the Oscars. Number five, I got Bardo. Mm. Incredible, mm. incredible movie um, about identity. I mean, it, it's just so good. And I think it, if if you I think if you listen to our episode, another cheap plug, mm. uh, you'll really get. <laughs> That's a lot my more favorite out episode of, of y'all's, um, by the way, that I've listened to. Oh, oh thank you. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. really? Nice. Appreciate that, man. Thanks. Um, number four, I have Decision to Leave. Oh, wow. Uh, nice. Which, I mean, it's very much like a mystery romance, and it's very much in the same vein as, uh, like, Hitchcock, and I, I love Hitchcock. That's, like, one of my favorite classic direct, uh, classical movie directors. Um, so, I, I mean, had definitely enjoyed every minute of it, and it had to be high on my list. How long until Scorsese number remakes three? it with white people? <laughs> <laughs> Got Leo DiCaprio. 2025. In the leading right? male role. That's true. And probably That's like true. Sadie Sink so, as the love interest since it's Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, The Departed was pretty great. Oh, good Come point. on, it was. Like, it was pretty. It awesome. was. <laughs> but I do want to watch the originals. Yeah, the originals better. Yeah, there yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Chinese movie is better for sure. Absolutely. Uh, the number three, I have P- Petit yes. Maman. So I was excited to see that on your guys' list. That film, man, I, it's only like 74 minutes or something, but it has such an emotional kick to it, man. Like, uh, I, I, I mean, like, I, after I walked out of the theater, like, I was questioning everything, uh, and especially, like, relationships that I've had, you know, with, with my parents, my grandparents, and kind of, like, you know, building that bridge between generations, and I just think it's such a beautiful film. And Celine Sciamma, she literally can do no she wrong. She is um, silently the best director incredible. in the world. I mean, it is unreal. Like, she doesn't oh, yeah. miss at all. No. No. Yeah, she's she's so good. I, I mean, any single time that she's going to come out with a movie, I got to be there opening day to watch it. Like, she's that good of a director. Um, and I've also wanted to kind of, like, dig into more of her, like, f- her French films that aren't, you know, necessarily readily available here in the U.S., but... We'll see if I can. Uh, we'll see if I, I got, can get my hands I, on I, some of them. I got you. Just shoot um, me a DM. Then, I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got me. <laughs> Again, okay. piracy. Michelle, Michelle, just Michelle. Random. Yeah. Just keep it out of the rankings <laughs> Discord. That's fine. <laughs> um, number two, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, oh dude. God. I mean, we have already. We've literally talked about it. Ty so wrote an essay. I, mean, I watched like four. Ty wrote and read an essay <laughs> really? on the show about nice. Top Gun. It was weird, but good. Should I give you all the last quote? I, I paraphrased Victor Hugo, no. the author, and I said, to see Jesus Top Gun Maverick Christ. is to see the face of God. Jesus that was the whole thing. It was a lot, you guys. Jesus. That's how I ended it. Oh, oh, hey, welcome God. to the rankings. <laughs> oh, baby. What an incredible quote. Yeah, uh, incredible movie. Saw it like five yes. or six times in theaters and IMAX. Hated. My parents, my brother, everyone. So it, it was a really good time. I'm watching it on my phone and right my now. Number one. How was meant to be seen? How dare you? I mean, I'm I'm not gonna get mad at you. David Lynch might get mad at you, but feels <laughs> like a shoe in for the for the 2022 Dad movie of the year, right? The ranking that's coming out next month. Oh, abs- yeah. absolutely, Gotta absolutely. Um, and then yeah, my last one, number one, Babylon. Yes. I mean, you guys know how much I I like you know my classic Hollywood, and it's just imbued with so much history in it. Even though you know it's more of like a fable, it's a fantasy. It's not necessarily trying to be historically mm. accurate, which I think a lot of people are are taking the wrong way. 
um, or, or looking at it in that in that perception, and they shouldn't be. But yeah, dude, that movie is insane. I loved every minute of it, and I can't wait till the 4K oh. comes out so I can watch it again. That <laughs> elephant crap in 4K is <laughs> Ooh. just showering you. Dolby showering. Vision HDR 10 40X Babylon. <laughs> Put it on a 72. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> these are great lists, y'all. Um, but it doesn't touch my... I'm just kidding. No, uh, <laughs> no. no. Um, here, let, uh, what are some honorable mentions that I'd like to give? Um, I guess I guess some, some surprises for me were uh, uh, Scream 5. I thought that was super fun. I mm. have never Five seen cream. Scream ever. Like I haven't seen any of them. And this is my No first, wonder it was such a surprise. Yeah, and then this is my first <laughs> one doing it. And I was like, yo, this is pretty sweet. <laughs> like this is fun. Um and uh my wife uh, was just like next to me, like explaining to me the lore of what was going on. And I was like, Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like and like I was just trying to keep up, but it was it was a fun time. So uh, makes me want to go back and see the other screams. So that was cool. Shout out to um, Friends Podcast, Awesome Danger Podcast. They went through the Scream movies. Yeah. Really good podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great, great. And stuff. number six comes out in like two yeah. months. Yeah, it comes out very soon. And the marketing for yep. that, too, is like pretty great. Yeah. So I love. Um, dude, they've turned out like 30 super dope. Posters. I love the yeah. commitment to so not releasing it in October. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, they did the same thing last year too. Yeah, yeah like in the middle of like March or something. Yeah. No, I think it was like a, a February movie. It was January. Yeah, January. It was January. Yeah, yeah. It's like the January. first movie out. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's spooky takes, season, dude. That takes uh, a lot of a lot of, um, uh, you know, what what did you call it? Huevos. Bobby Bobby Huevos. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Huevos. You know, like it's a uh, it's pretty insane. Oh um, man. Another one that uh, came out of nowhere for me uh, was, uh, I guess it's a toss-up between, and it's like a very similar type of surprise. One is Puss in Boots, and the other is Chippendale mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers. Ooh, Both of yes. which I had like no, <laughs> like no chance that I thought that it was going to be really good. And both mm-hmm. were pretty bangers. <laughs> yes. they, were, they were pretty fun. I'm with you. Um, yeah, those were. I thought people were messing with me when they kept on coming out with like four and a half star Puss in Boots ratings, <laughs> but like. It earned everyone. Also, Chippendales, like that, like literally didn't even know they were making that movie, and it came out, and there were four, four and a half reviews coming in. Totally worth it. I mean, it was very yeah, good. it was a blast. Super duper worth it. I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, it's just really yeah, it's just hilarious. I don't know. I just really like like big fun movies, uh, which is also my other honorable mention, Bullet Train. Like that was just mm-hmm. insane. I did not see that coming whatsoever. Bad Bunny's in it, yes. so you know that already <laughs> is giving me like an extra star. He was so good in it. Too. Uh, it wasn't like really just like a stupid it. cameo where he says like five <laughs> yeah. words. He was like actually yeah. good in it. He said like almost no words. Yeah, <laughs> like, but he he's still so good. Job. <laughs> he did an amazing job. Yeah, really, really like that. Um, uh, yeah, Brad Pitt's great. Uh, Brian Terry Henry's great. Like it's just ah. Uh, is there, tangerine and and uh, lemon were incredible. So, um, and I guess my last honorable mention, uh, which wasn't a surprise, but just uh, hasn't come up yet. Uh, but turning red, amazing Ooh, movie, yeah. so beautiful, really loved it. Ooh. Domi Shi, wow, I mean, incredible. Best part of that um, movie is what it sure. pissed off a lot of right wing people, which we love here on the rankings. 
Right. Because they yeah. talked about yeah. periods. So it pissed <laughs> off. Ooh, it's periods. Stu- yeah, it pissed off <laughs> idiots. Ooh. And we love that I here on the rankings. I cannot believe people got it. It's like our favorite like, thing. Any, like any movie where it's like, yeah, that probably pissed off Ted Cruz is like, <laughs> we love it. Great stuff. Great stuff. It's our favorite thing. Oh, man. Fly out back to Cancun or wherever he went. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Jude. Yeah, yeah. We got to believe. Uh, don't worry. 5940. Wait, have I not cussed yet? No, that was the first wow. one. No, that, that was, was the first, first one. one. That was the first one. I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, proud of yeah, you. Usually, <laughs> thank you. I would have been. I would have been. The, I thought I would have yeah, been the first yeah, one. It lasted cool. longer yeah, than Boom did. and Sophie. It's well so. taken from you. We did it. We did it. That's your one per episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, here's my list. At number ten, I have Decision to Leave. Really great movie. I watched that with Ron. Actually, had a great time. Uh, Guti was invited, but ghosted us. You know, you know how it is. Uh, living in Sacramento and all, <laughs> living in the Sacramento area, uh, just couldn't couldn't fly all the way down to LA. Well, so, um, number nine is the Bad Guys. Again, another huge surprise for me, but it's just that's a baller movie. Like I didn't, I, that movie's. I didn't know anyone knew about it other than Danny. I don't know. Ty kept making Ty makes, has made fun of me every time I've mentioned the bad guys over the last like year. Like, no, it rules, no. dude. It's it actually yeah. just good. It's a blast. It it's so Ocean's much. Eleven mm. with animated. I liked animals. it too. Yeah, and Sam awesome. Rockwell. I need man. to be more so involved good. in the seventy millimeter Discord. I've had a I've had it's a like, hiatus, hiatus. I need to be more involved. It's like Zootopia, but better. Like Boys. it is. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's definitely yeah, better than yeah. Zootopia. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I thought people liked it, but I. I mean, for anyone that likes I think Zootopia, most people do. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I think most people do. We're just really down on it for some. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the bad guys is just so fun. Really, really fun. Um, uh, next up on number eight, I have. Uh, RRR. Uh, <laughs> um, really great. Wow. <laughs> really I thought you were about to go really into like great. a Cardi B thing. But. Explicit. <laughs> yeah, her documentary. That's just number eight. I thought you were about to put the, the WAP music video as your. Oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, that'd be that'd be a good documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, RRR was fantastic. Um, Jackie and I went to go see it in LA, and uh, we were just like saying not to, not to all the way back home. Like it was, it was great, really fun mm-hmm. time. Uh, very melodramatic, which is uh, very Latin American. <laughs> so it's a uh, really, really hit home, really hit home, <laughs> and uh, really fun. Um, then number seven, I have Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, a uh, fantastic movie. Mm. Uh, I love the crucifixion of Pinocchio. <laughs> I thought it was great. I can't believe I thought that was good. The, I, I've never been more surprised by anything that's ever happened on the show than you guys telling me that Pinocchio gets oh my, crucified. And it doesn't even have, like, it's not even that long. It's only like five <laughs> seconds, but it's yeah, like, it's, it's, it's like very clear. Like he is yeah. strapped up to a cross, yeah. and it's just like, yeah. what is going on? And uh, on top of that, he was about to get burned at the stake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's a, it's a quite a on? quite a crazy movie. Um, then at number six, I have Nope. Uh, incredible stuff. I mean, Jordan Peele probably made the most entertaining movie of the year. It was just so fun. Um, I remember going to go check this out on uh, on IMAX, and it was just incredible incredible stuff 
Um, and on your second viewing, like seeing everything from the beginning, it's just it's just masterful stuff. Way to go! Have you heard the I mean, uh, fan theory that the lead actor, he's like the character is like on the spectrum and that's why yeah. he knows to like look away and not make eye contact and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. adds a whole other layer theory. to it. Yeah. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's really, really great stuff. Uh, yeah. Nope. Uh, wait, did y'all watch Nope too? Ron Guti? No. Yeah. yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It was, I, <laughs> I think it had been a little, a little overhyped by the time I got to it, uh, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I thought I gave it four stars. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Good stuff. Good stuff. Same. Yeah. Well, Anyways, number five, we got my girl Lydia Tarr. Uh, it's just uh, fantastic. Uh, so Tarr's the movie. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, um, Tarr is just uh, again uh, something I like. I I started playing classical music when I got into my undergrad. Um, I usually played uh, like jazz music or um, uh, like regional Mexican music, like banda sinaloense or something like that, or mariachi. But when I got to university, I started playing classical music, and it like that opening sequence just seemed exactly what I thought it was like, like just very like, I don't know, very snooty, big, rich white people. Um, and it kind of is that, <laughs> you know, it, it truly is that people are talking out of their ass. Um, <laughs> but it's just, uh, uh, I mean, the music's pretty great. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Tar just really like check out my review on it on letterbox. See not another plug, <laughs> but for, for my letterbox, not a <laughs> drop not, the not app for the Drops show. The app, yeah. Please? At, uh, IVM that's IV as in videos and M as in movies. Uh, IVM, uh, but yeah, uh, Tar, fantastic movie. Um, then at number four, I have The Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, I mean, I was hyped. I was super hyped, hyped AF as the youth say, <laughs> you know. And I can't cuss in the show. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, I loved In Bruges, and so I thought The Banshees of Inisherin. I was just hyped for it, and uh, it lived up to the hype. Really great. Then number three, Babylon. We talked a lot about Babylon already. Yes. Uh, Go Babylon. <laughs> yeah. yes. uh, number two is Everything Everywhere All at Once. I remember seeing everyone dropping five stars on this. It got to Letterbox number one of all time. Uh, and it still had not come out in the UK where I was at, like, studying abroad for the moment. And I just I just felt the, the most insane FOMO. I, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so I was, like, constantly looking to see when it was going to play uh, over in the UK. And um, first screening that I could find, I went and... Uh, the Daniels were there. Uh, it was great, uh, like, as an introduction. It was in the IMAX over, like, in London and Leicester Square. So, for all you UK listeners, <laughs> like, uh, the, yeah, it was um, it was fantastic. <laughs> and then, number one, we, we saw this coming. It's, it's Bardo. Bardo Falsa Crónica de unas cuantas verdades. Bardo. Uh, it's a fantastic movie. I mean, I felt so seen. Uh, it's just, and like, like Ty was saying, it was just, and yet it's just giving the middle finger to everybody and it's saying, I'm going to do exactly what I want to do. And you just got to deal with it. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I want right now. And, uh, <laughs> and on top of that, you know, uh, talking about, uh, your identity versus like of being American or Mexican, how can you be both? Uh, can you lose yourself in one or the other? Can you be both? It's just, it's. It's incredible. Check out the episode <laughs> on Real Latinos. It's, it's, uh, we talk a lot <laughs> about that over there. I think it might be one of our longest episodes, maybe. I don't know. Ron, can, do you have the deets on that? But I don't know. But they're all our longest episodes. They're all episode. our longest episodes. I don't, episode. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar the with The conversation that. y'all had when the lead character was talking about, or the, the wife was like, you always dog on Mexico to oh. Mexicans. And then, I mean, yes. I've mm. had, like, I've seen that conversation no. happen. 
at my friend's house who their parents are from Mexico and they are to me, they're like, Mexico is the greatest place in the world. But to my friends, their kids, they're like, you can't go live in Mexico. Like that conversation was just such a real thing for me. Like living in South Texas, like I've like, I've seen that Mm -hmm. conversation happen. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It really is truly like, I remember that, that whole scene. I was just, I was like, is is Iñárritu like reading my diary or something like this is insane is he's in my head right now like it's so good uh yeah so bottle of number one uh go check it out everyone should go check it out and give it an open go with an open mind yeah Danny you gotta watch it now it's on all of our lists you specifically told me it's on all of our lists I think there would be. You went out of your way to say, Danny, don't watch it. I think there's like, like three scenes. You can't, you can't do it. I think there's three now. scenes you would like. I think you would like the party scene before he goes into the bathroom. Mm. Mm. I think you would yeah. like. Honestly, yeah. I think you'd like the the Mexico Square, like the, the in that square oh, scene. I think you'd really yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, and then I won't go too well. in depth on explaining this scene, but the scene where the whole family is uh, at the beach and they're having a little moment there. I oh think yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 All right, well, I'll give you a week to make up your mind. Coming this summer to like, we should it got watch nominated. It. it got nominated for, for an Oscar. So, you know, yeah, yeah, so did a lot of things that I'm not going to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not watching Tar. I'm just not going to happen. You would oh, like it more than Tar. Of the day. 100% you'd like it more than do. Tar. I guarantee that. There's just a lot going on. You know, there aren't enough hours in the day. Um, all right. Thank you guys for sharing your list. We have 3,000 oh, emails. So let's, let's, let's do it. Let's get some good ones coming. First one's from Corey. Corey says, hey, guys, long-time listener, first-time emailer. I still have some 2022 movies to see, but here's my top ten at the moment. Uh, his honorable mention theme is documentaries. The first one is A Tree of Life, the Pittsburgh Synagogue shooting. Um, next one is Gabby Gifford's Won't Back Down. Hmm. And the last one is Navalny. Oh, Navalny. I think is what uh, It's a documentary. Navalny? It's really good. They yeah. all were. That's what I said. That's <laughs> Need you, need you to focus on. Okay, we, got, we got a lot I'm of like, I'm like four, I'm four Jamisons down right now. So just I know. I saw. All right. Uh, Corey's top ten is number ten is everything everywhere all at once. It's low, Corey. Uh, nine is Hustle. Shout out to Corey. The Hustle Love. It's not just me that this movie was made for. It's somebody else out there. I appreciate that. Uh, Corey's number eight is Tar. Number seven is The Menu. Which hasn't oh, been discussed. Huh. I didn't think it would make very many people. I thought it was fun. Terrible. It was cool. I mean, very. I mean, very I on the nose. Very on the nose. The most but. overhyped yeah. movie. It was like. Yeah. I do think it was really thought it was being clever, while it wasn't really being all that clever. Yeah. But listen, Anya Taylor Joy is fantastic. So <laughs> good enough for me. Uh, six Avatar: The Way of Water. Overhyped. Overhyped to the extreme. Yeah. Like, I cannot yeah. believe it made as much money as it did. I'm pretty sure it's like a Monday laundering scheme with James Cameron over there. Like, I do not understand how everyone is watching this movie. It's Buddy, you got to take it down a little bit. Just, just take it down a little bit. No, I'm, yeah, no, I'm on your that side with this boring. one. Yeah. That movie was mad boring. Sigourney Weaver as a teenager was the weirdest they thing. They said bro like every five words. Corey, we appreciate yeah, your email, and we weird. hope that you continue to listen yeah, to the Yeah, please, please continue listening. No, listen. If you, <laughs> listen, if you send an email, you might get roasted. It's just part of the show okay uh speaking of getting roasted number five top gun maverick oh that's low he did say in parentheses i'm mm. he did apologize he said i'm sorry still loved it though you should be sorry Let's see. um number four all quiet on the western front Ooh. also hasn't gotten that's a tough yet. watch Dang, that's a tough i haven't watched yeah, it but i heard it's, it's great it's a 
Time movie, not a, a Danny movie. Watch. Not really into the not really into war movies. Um, three, the Banshees of Inisherin, great. Two, the Fablemans, mm. really high. Mm. For the Thank you for it. Mm. <laughs> number one, Glass Onion. Oh, Glass oh. Onion, number one. Hey. Number one yeah. movie of the year, which I thought yeah. was a blast. Yeah, that was fun. Definitely not my number one, but I thought yeah. it was really fun. That's was fun. Yeah, the menu version two. Yeah, it's just the same same things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but way quirkier. yeah, but way quirkier. Yeah. Ethan Hawk yeah. for like two seconds. It's it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, Corey. Next email is from D Scrib. He's back. I will say D Scrib's not happy with me uh, because they did <laughs> technically send an email last week, but I didn't read it because all it said was I don't watch sports. Bye. <laughs> I'm not gonna read that. Okay. Listen, I do have some standards. They're not thrilled with me though. Uh, they say, "Hey, Rank Kings, I've crawled back out of email purgatory with a vengeance." <laughs> Calm down. Okay. Uh, anyway, while I'm bummed that my streak of rankings episodes, my emails were featured and was broken, I'm very excited to deliver the list based on a subject I'm actually knowledgeable about. Ooh. Again, I'm so sorry, but listen, you can't just send an email saying I don't watch sports and expect me to read it. Okay, we got a lot to we got a lot to cover here. <laughs> Uh, before I deliver Thank my you. list, I would like to ask you to keep in mind that I have not seen many of the more popular non-animated movies that come out this year, such as Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Batman, and most importantly, Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> which is one of my main reasons for not joining the Discord yet. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't joined the Discord because they know we're going to dunk on them for not having seen Top Gun. I love that the brand is strong. There we go. <laughs> the brand is incredible. Oh, RIP That's many of the movies Mero, that I... Anyways, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thus many of the movies that I will mention will have been animated also since my brain's having trouble recalling movies for some reason this might not necessarily be my 10 best movies just 10 really good movies from 2022 that I can think of at the moment I'm sure I missed some but that's all right. hey have I got an app for you Letterbox. Let me try it. Letterbox. Yeah, really easy to keep lists going. Um, anyway, onto the list. Honorable mentions are non twenty 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 non twenty twenty two movies that I watched for the first time in twenty twenty two. First one is The Goonies. Ooh, yes, hell yeah. Said, I know. Ooh, I also can't what? believe it took me this first long. time. Oh. Watch. I, I watched it for the first yeah, time like what a year? Yeah, year two? yeah. I'm yeah. the same. I watched it like first time like Ooh. two years ago. Next one is Dang The Great God. Mouse Detective. Very fun oh, nice. and holds up the tension when it needs to. I can't believe it never got a sequel. Yes. Uh, and the last one is The Truman Show. Oh. This, they said, like, oh, honestly, yes. flawless. I hope your Jim Carrey bias at least makes an exception for this one. Yeah, it it's does. the only good Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> this There are more than one good Jim Carrey movies. There are very many good Jim Carrey performances. It's the only good Jim Carrey movie. Oh, I'll say. So sorry. Um, <laughs> D Scribs list. Number 10, Wendell and Wild. I think they hope I didn't yes. say their podcast was. Yeah. So movies. he has an animated movie podcast. There's a bit where we don't know who this is and he's, <laughs> I know how to figure out who this is and he asked me not to. So I haven't listened to his <laughs> podcast yet, but they, they have a podcast. It just means no free plugs for his podcast because he's insistent on doing this bit. Interesting way to promote your podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't listen to my podcast. And yeah. also, enjoy, don't, don't join our Discord where we have a friend's podcast channel. Um, nine is the Bob's Burgers movie. They said, Ooh. seriously, why does Family Guy hate this Ooh. franchise? That was so actually... I thought Bob's Burgers That was, was actually fun. a good movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like a really good, really long episode yeah. of Bob's Burgers, which is a yeah. pretty fun show. Uh, eight, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Said it's basically all of those crappy mm-hmm. live-action CGI hybrids that you watch as a kid, but actually good. Yeah. Yep. Fair, fair enough. 
Uh, number seven is Sonic 2. Mm. And they just said, fight me in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Jim Carrey is in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey is in it, and, <laughs> and it's a very he's going Jim hard. Carrey performance. Yeah. He's incredibly Jim Carrey in the yep. movie. It's a lot. Uh, six is Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Whoa! Whoa. They said best Marvel movie to come out this year. I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder, but I think I'm right. I did. You are. Yeah, no. <laughs> it is certainly. I did love that movie. And it and and the response it got for being a little bit too long, like they couldn't get around it. With you know, they had to explain away Chadwick Boseman, but I thought they did a really good job this with it. that. I thought it was really good. Say it again. I'm okay with long movies. Give me an intermission, you cowards. You're the only one. <laughs> if you're you, have a three-hour you movie. Like my, I got to pee like sometimes, okay? are the only people that want intermissions. <laughs> I got to pee sometimes. I didn't know that I was your grandpa, yeah, but yeah, I'm pro-intermissions. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah, same. same. Thank you. See, Ty's the only idiot. <laughs> um, number five is Turning Red. I like pretty much everything about this movie, aside from some occasional cringy jokes. You're going to get cringy in every Disney movie. You're just going to have to get used to it. Uh, four, Guillermo del Toro's P- Pinocchio. They said, I was subjected to Pinocchio, a true story for my podcast this year. And needless to say, this is a breath of fresh air. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, two, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. This movie is almost universally liked, and yet it's still not liked enough. Which I get it. Oh. Uh, two, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Best animated movie to come out this year, no question. I'm sure the hype will die down eventually, and I'll settle down about this movie. But for now, I'm enjoying it as much as I can. I'm with you. Yeah, it, it was really was, good. It was super good. And number one, Morbius. I know you. Or I, I hope you know that this is a joke. I haven't seen the movie. <laughs> Fun fact: Morbius somehow made it into Letterbox 2022 year in review. It did. Okay. It did. Yeah. That's it like did. it's got to be like one of the most popular movies, right? There's no way it was. Like, like, yeah. I don't know. Let, let, I didn't see let's, it. let's look it up. <laughs> I mean, there's no way it was like the most liked or like definitely not Mm-mm. rated. But Mm-mm. no. Yeah. Uh, D continues with some not so honorable mentions. First one is DC League of Super Pets. I guess it was better than I was expecting, but that's just because I was expecting the absolute bottom. Kind of liked it. Best rock Fair performance enough. ever. Yeah, maybe ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. I never remembered Harry Potter being this boring before. It's, True that no, the only the only good storyline in that is is a gay Dumbledore, and that's it. That's the only good storyline yeah. out of that three hour movie. <laughs> uh, next one is Pinocchio: <laughs> A True Story. Don't even bother to an extent. It's not even funny. Bad. It's just miserable. Yeah. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Marmaduke. They said in all caps: Avoid this movie at all costs. I mean it. Do not watch this movie for any reason. Hey, I wasn't. Did they? Up, but thank you. Did they make another one? Yeah, because didn't didn't like uh, Johnny Depp make a Marmaduke movie like in 2013? Truly, no clue. Couldn't help you. I'm so sorry. Um, hope you enjoyed my list, and hopefully, I don't get banished from rankings for not seeing some of the best movies of this year. Looking forward to this episode with regret for Danny's vocal cords. D scrib. Thank you for for understanding. Um, next email for me is Callie and Alex. Some of our best friends here. They just started a dinner and a movie podcast. Oh, yeah. Y'all get. Which mm. everybody should go check out. Yeah. It's adorable. It's a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Also, y'all get ready. You're about to judge another two lists. So just get ready for this. Yeah. And 
we need help here if you guys yeah. can too. Can't wait. I believe in you, Alex. <laughs> Today's going to be your day. I can feel it. Listen, Alex, they're a married couple. We love them dearly. Alex never wins. <laughs> he is, I, I think he's like one in 15 yeah. or something. Like, it's, it's not great. Callie's just one. I would just like to point out that I beat Callie the one time that Callie and I sent That's in true. a list <laughs> together. I beat her, so it can be done, Alex. It can be done. Good point. You just got to believe right. in yourself, man. All right, if you guys tune in, listen to these, I'll read these lists out. we got to pick a winner. The first list, the honorable mentions for both of them, their theme is TV shows. Mm. Uh, they went with, for the first list, The Resort and Andor. Ooh. Yes. Mm, Andor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number 10 is The Menu. Nine is The Woman King. Eight is Cha-Cha Real Smooth. Seven is RRR. Six is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Five is Glass Onion. Four is the Banshees of Inisherin. Three is the Fablemans. Two is Top Gun Maverick. And number one is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Pretty good list. Uh, the second list, the TV shows are Better Call Saul and Andor. Oh, they both okay. Okay. Number 10 okay. is Lightyear. What? Nine is Top Gun Maverick. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> eight, oh. eight is Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Okay. Seven is All Quiet on the Western Front. Okay. Hmm. Six is RRR. Five is Avatar, The Way of Water. Four is Glass <laughs> Onion. Three is The Fablemans. Two is Marcel the Show with Shoes On. And number one is Everything Everywhere All at Once. Hmm. First list or second list? Hmm. I can send them in the Discord if you guys need to look at them if you don't have a winner. All right, here's the thing. List A has Top Gun Maverick closer to where I think it should be. <laughs> But list B doesn't have any misses. Everything on list B is a three star above for me, because the menu Lightyear. was just so god awful. I have Lightyear at three stars, but I have the menu at two stars. And the people that that loved it so much kind of annoyed me on Letterbox for not ranking it super high, <laughs> and in the Discord. Um, so I'm gonna have to go. I know Top Gun Maverick is like number nine, but I'm gonna have to go with list B plus. Better Call Saul and Andor are like two of the favorite like TV shows seasons that came out this year. Those are pretty great seasons. Okay. Yeah. Slipping on Barry though. Barry Whoa. season three was incredible. Barry, Barry, was, yeah. Barry is so good. I'm going with list A. I'm going with the first one for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> Top Gun Maverick real high on it. List B has <laughs> Avatar at number five and Lightyear at ten. And that's just I still have Avatar as a good movie. I have it at three stars. Listen, I, uh, I've yet to see The Way of Water or All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, but uh, List A has Banshees. Mm. And it does have Top Gun and uh, and Pinocchio higher. So I'm, I'm going to go with List A as well. Right, two votes for List A, one for List B. Well, I'm going to go with List A because it doesn't have Way of the Water. And it does have Banshees of Inisherin, and bro, uh, but props bro. to both lists. <laughs> props to both lists for having yeah. everything everywhere all at once and Pinocchio, uh, very good ones. That makes us say the winner. But Goody, I want to know. I want to know who you're going with. Yeah, I mean, the Cha Cha real smooth. <laughs> I, I I can't, but I think I can make an exception just because of the fact that it has. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, The Banshees of Inisherin is higher, Top Gun Maverick. I still haven't watched The Fablemans. Um, you don't have to. Everything Everywhere All at Once, number one. I like that. 
Uh, I'm going to go list A. All right, so list A wins 4-1. to one. Alex, so sorry. Hey, Alex. Oh. Alex, I voted for you. Oh. <laughs> Alex, I'm so Alex, sorry. Man. Please keep sending I it voted the list, for you, man. my goodness. We, we, just the incredible losing streak this man. We <laughs> actually have a second email from them that Danny does not have. Um, <gasps> really? was sent to Blacks my was... Discord DMs, Ooh. so I'm going to read it out okay. real quick. All caps, happy birthday, Danny. Danny's birthday was on oh, Monday. Uh, we hope your day was filled with lots of love. Top Gun Maverick on repeat. Whataburger, hours of Hogwarts Legacy, and an endless amount of Dots pretzels. We are so glad to have you as a friend, wow. and hopefully one day we'll be able to hang out in person. P.S. Alex wants to play video games with you soon. Love, Callie and Alex. Am I going to cry on my, our podcast? Uh, we have uh, so a couple more. Uh, in wow. that, oh, that no. theme. So you might be crying at the end of this. <laughs> no, I'm uncomfortable. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, me and Alex are going to start a Stardew Valley farm together. Oh. <laughs> right on. Awesome. I'm out. Awesome. But if y'all want to serve some FIFA, I might join. Hey. FIFA. I don't know. I'd, I'd rather go in that cave in Stardew Ooh, Valley and kill all the slime things. So. <laughs> Ty, we are at. I've played like 200 matches of FIFA. I've invited you for them, and you never. Well, look, here's the thing. I'm on the road a lot for my job, but in two weeks, yeah, I'm not on the road anymore. Like, yeah, so whatever. Cheesemus coming out. Whatever. Cheesemus coming out right now. Uh, Ty, do you want to get us some emails? Or you want me to start? No. Playing so let's go. My dad has a voicemail. So let's hit. Let's hit that. Okay. Here's a voicemail from Robbie McGowan. Hey guys, it's Robbie. Um, Hope you uh, are having a great Movies of 2022 episode. I called in for two very important reasons. First and foremost, I know it goes without saying, but both of you better have Top Gun Maverick on your list, (laughs) high on your list, if you want to stay in the wheel. So just make sure it's there. As we've all heard, that movie saved cinema. Uh, not to mention, it's just a great movie. Um, secondly, and probably more important, I want to wish a belated birthday to Danny. So, Danny, I uh, enjoy listening Thank to you guys every week and enjoy our interactions on when I get the opportunity to come and guest on the show and also our interactions on the Discord. So, happy birthday to you, and thanks for letting me call in. What a guy. What a guy. Thanks, Rob. He's the best, right? Very kind. Love a, love a good bald guy, you know? Uh, <laughs> okay, so we got double emails. Double from Movie Mixtape, who we oh. haven't heard from in a while. Okay. Rightfully so, because oh. Marcy just had a kid. <laughs> a little busy. Marcy <laughs> cutest kid. Honestly, Marcy keeps sending. Genuinely the yeah, cutest kid. Marcy keeps seen. sending us pictures. It's the cutest kid I've ever seen in my life. Uh, but here's uh, Marcy's email. Uh, hello, Rank Kings and Real Latinos. A big thank you to all of you because right now podcasts are helping me get through my busy, chaotic days. Sometimes I listen listen to them with Kaya and let her know who everyone is. Other times mm-hmm. I listen to them and get a much needed laugh or smile with a lot with a lot that is going on. So thank you, friends. It feels like you're there supporting me when I need it the most. And also a big happy belated birthday to Danny. I hope you had an amazing day and get celebra- get to celebrate this weekend. Cannot wait to guess on Rate Kings again soon so I can pick your list over ties yet again. <laughs> Very excited for this episode. 2022 was a fun year for movies. And this is a dream collaboration of friends. Love, Marcy. 
Oh, yeah. the um, and then I got one from Dirk. Oh. It's kind of long. I'm also not even going to try to in- attempt an, an English accent. Um, you can do it. I honestly know. <laughs> yes, Mill can do it no, for you. It's honestly That's like, like ties three sheets to the wind at the moment. It's not a good time. For yeah, it turns <laughs> from hilariously embarrassing for me to this is insulting for any other culture. So not even going to try. <laughs> so hello, how are you guys doing? All right. Happy 2023 special. Uh, oh, happy 2023 special for being the year after 2022, which is how numbers work. They go up one at a time. It's true. Thanks. I, honestly, yeah, I really needed to know that. I didn't know that. Uh, you two are doing uh, your 2022 roundup and review episodes, so I'm sending in my two pence worth for your podcast. In your Discord, you ask a lot of questions like, what was the biggest Oscar snub of 2022? And I'll be honest, I have no idea about any of that. I'm more of a film supporter <laughs> than a movie brainiac. I'm the guy who is clapping after a film has finished for trying really hard. Well done, cinema. Keep going. You'll get them next time. Parentheses. I should add, I am not clapping, or I am clapping in my head, not out loud, because I'm not a psychopath. Thank you. Um, But what I did enjoy, especially in 2022, was I managed to suck in some serotonin and feel bloody alive. Wow. Are we allowed to say bloody on uh, on the podcast? That's a... I think so. Our, the middle schoolers and listeners don't know what that means. It's, funny. <laughs> it's perhaps the year I've cried the most watching <laughs> films, which might not sound, sound very serotonin-y, but when everything everywhere all at once hit that final act, I never knew I could audibly sob and smile at the same time. That was my rankings number one film. I'm not sure I even watched 10 from this year because Marcy had me watching old films from the past, but honorable mentions <laughs> to Prey. Which was awesome. We didn't talk yes. about Prey. Prey yes. was awesome. Barbarian, yeah. also awesome. Yeah. Probably the best horror film for me that came out this year. And yeah. Pacific Rim from 2013. Awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, shout out. That movie freaking <laughs> rocks. Uh, thank, you for, thank you, boys, for being the constant in the podcast world, and especially love at this time of the year to Danny, the good doctor himself. Happy, happy birthday, you old you. sea dog. Coincidentally, my birthday is early February <laughs> also. Happy birthday, Dirk. Whoa. I believe this. Oh, my God. Joint birthday party oh, with me and Dirk, I'm so please. down. I'll yeah. travel to the UK for that. Uh, I believe this Perfect. makes us Ken, Han and Chewie, Jake and mm. Elwood, Harry and Floyd. Ooh. That's us. Dibs that Chewy. is. I wish you both all the best for 2023. You make a fantastic show. But above all, you're the best kind of people, and good things should happen for good people. Peace out. Dirk, feel good. Have a great show. God, he's the funniest person alive. Seriously, I love Dirk so much. I would gladly be be his Chewy any day. <laughs> All right, uh, another email. You want to get into? I think we got a voicemail from Austin Danger Podcast. Hello, rankings. It's Kevin McKenzie from Austin Danger Podcast here. Hello. And while we'd love to talk about Elvis and how much we loved Elvis, there is one thing that is yes. more important <laughs> than the films of 2022. Absolutely. And that is. That this past week, we celebrated a great national holiday, the birthday of Mr. Danny Weiser. (laughs) Happy birthday, Danny. Happy birthday, Mr. Weiser. (laughs) Happy birthday (laughs) to you. I think he's joking. Bad harmony. I just tried to pull. (laughs) And very many more. Yes, yes. Happy birthday to you. Stand up, stand up. We won't shut up till you sit down. I don't know. Whatever your birthday tradition is, 
Happy birthday. Are you one? Are you two? Etc. We love you. We love you rankings. We love you. We love you real yes. Latinos who are on this episode. Yes. Hello, real Latinos. Zoot suit when? Zoot suit when? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen Zoot suit. I'm just really yeah. passionate. <laughs> And that's all we really wanted to say. <laughs> Mackenzie, anything else? We love you all. No, we love you all. And happy birthday, Danny. Mwah. Enjoy. Nope was robbed. Decision to leave was robbed. Peace and love. And have a good night. Mwah. The greatest. <laughs> love them. We have cool friends. Nope was robbed. We've made, yes. we've made cool. We've made really um, cool. Oh, yeah. What is Zoot Suit? I know what like a Zoot Suit is, but is that a potential real Latinos movie? Yeah, yeah, it's a movie from the the early eighties. Yeah. Um, it's a Chicano classic. Okay. Chicano uh, classic. It kind of started the Chicano film. Oh, okay. Yep. Also, the theater out. movement, Chicano theater. Um, yeah. The, yeah. Great, great stuff. And it's got, it stars Edward James almost as uh, the titular Zoot Suit. And so, uh, yeah, pretty pretty cool stuff. Mm-hmm. There we go. Love it. Okay. We got d- a little double email. There's a part two to this. So once I'm finished reading this email, you know, don't. Don't pass on too quick to the next one. Uh, this first one's from Tobin. Don't die. Uh, uh, Rank Kings. Danny, <laughs> I hope you had a great birthday this week. You have been a good friend through many times. Like when you helped me. I hung out with Tobin on my birthday. So. <laughs> like when you helped me suck a little disc golf this week. I didn't like that. That fr- He meant suck a little less, oh. I'm sure, at disc golf. Sure Maybe I read it wrong. <laughs> yeah, him yeah. and Brad came and played disc golf with me on my birthday. There you go. And I love that. You and Brad, I'm going on a tangent, but I love that you and Brad, who I went to college with, are now probably better friends than me and Brad. I talk to Brad almost yeah. every day. Yeah. Um, and the times you laugh at me while we make fake NBA trades just to make Brian mad. And the times you set me up with sweet assists in FIFA. But most importantly, the times you hang with us, even though you would rather not do things. You're my favorite introvert. But my favorite thing about you is your willingness to lean into <laughs> into pettiness with friends. It's nice not being the only petty one around. As for the movies, I don't even know what came out this year. So my favorite movie was most definitely Everything Everywhere All at Once and Nothing Else Matters. Hey, Ty, I love you too. I That was actually in the email. I didn't add that. But, <laughs> yeah, I him and him and Brad met me in McKinney. We ate at Payway. We played disc golf. It was a love great it. day. Uh, but we have an, a part two to this email. Jude sent us an email. The number one oh, fan yeah, of rankings. Jude. Jude is the man. Uh, happy birthday, Danny. You have done a lot for your community, Thanks, and you should be proud for what you've done. Keep doing what you're doing. Your fan base leader, Jude. That, honestly, I, you could hear my voice <laughs> oh, cracking that. I, that honestly got me a little bit. That was, love you, Jude. Dude. You're the best. Um <laughs> But now, when's Jude gonna be on the we show? We have one prepared, so right yeah, on. get ready for it. We December. have one prepared, a good mm. one. Waiting for t- waiting for the episodes where Ty's gonna be out of town and can't record with us because he's not really like allowed to talk directly yeah. to children. Even though, even though I work for a summer God. camp, yeah. I was just gonna say he's going to yeah, a I summer work for camp. A summer camp but, yeah. yeah, but it was right there. Um, <laughs> it was right there, though. But to. yes, our next voicemail is from Shane. He did go over six minutes, but to everyone that wants to leave a voicemail over ninety seconds. It has to be as good or better than this voicemail, which is probably one of our best produced voicemails that we've ever had. So, my goodness! All right, here's uh, Shane's audiobook. <laughs> 
Greetings and salutations to the Rank Kings, Danny and Ty. Friend of the show, lifelong fan, and honorary Rank Prince, here to weigh in on a variety of subjects. First and foremost, 2022. What a year. There were good movies, there were bad movies, and there was everything in between. So when the Kings put out the clarion call for a list of sorts from me, of course, I had to answer. As I think has been well documented in the past, I do not have a letterbox, nor do I keep a list of everything I watch in a given year. So I apologize in advance as I am sure that there might be some omissions here or there that professionals like the Rank Kings have kept on their list. But what follows is a short list of films that rank in particular categories that are important to me. So without further ado, here goes. My most underrated film of the year is a dead tie between B.J. Novak's Vengeance and David O. Russell's Amsterdam. Vengeance was a really smart, well-done film about a coastal elite looking down at the citizens of Texas, which is certainly something I can identify with. But as a person who was raised in (laughs) Texas for most of his life, I can say that the film got the grace and aplomb of most Texas citizens correct, as well as Texans' obsession with Whataburger. Amsterdam was an incredibly fun madcap caper about stomping neo-Nazis pre-World War II, and I don't understand the critical hate that that movie got. I thought the movie was fun, it had a stellar cast, and uh, I I watched it twice, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, underrated, Vengeance and Amsterdam. Next category, my favorite movie of the year, and this really should come as no surprise to any listeners here, it is Matt Reeves's The Batman. The Batman was a near-perfect Batman movie, uh, and I I loved it. I've watched this movie over 10 times this year. Not a joke. Uh, The more I watch it, the more I kind of fall in love with it. I think it's awesome that we finally get a movie emphasizes Batman's detective prowess over his superhero abilities or lack thereof. Um, And I just thought the script was really smart. It seemed like Matt Reeves was channeling David Fincher as a director, which is just, you know, icing on the cake for me. And it was just incredible. My only small knocks about it is I still roundly reject mopey emo Bruce Wayne. And also, I just, I I can't say that I still totally buy in on Robert Pattinson as Batman. It's something about his face. It has nothing to do with the baggage he brings as an actor but it's just mm, if i was in charge i wouldn't cast robert pattinson sorry robert pattinson fans but not my jam otherwise the batman incredible movie 9.9 out of 10. on to the two objective categories in my list and that means that i'm trying to take all of my personal feelings and emotions out of the categories and just judge these films on their own merits based off of everything i know of filmmaking technique and theory worst movie of the year is a dead tie between don't worry darling and black adam don't worry darling was a very pretty to look at film matthew liebetek doing incredible work on cinematography and that's about where the niceties end on this movie harry styles maybe is a good pop star i don't know i'm an adult in my 30s he certainly can't act at the same level (laughs) as chris pine and florence Pugh, who are two of our best movie stars working today and the script was shall we say a misguided attempt at some sort of message about masculinity in the modern world i'm not 
particularly sure, and I'm also not convinced that Olivia Wilde was sure either. Bottom line, the less said about that movie, the better. Black Adam was the best comic book movie of 2001. Not only did that movie hit all the same tired tropes that every superhero movie has hit in the last 20 years, it did it with worse CGI and less interesting characters than most B and C list Marvel movies. Dwayne Johnson once again proves that he is categorically uninterested in picking interesting roles or challenging himself in any way. And I, for one, am tired of watching him prove how tough he is over and over on screen. Fun side fact, fall down the Google rabbit hole of what a nightmare he was behind the scenes of that production so that we can all collectively agree as an audience that we need a 10 year break before we see him back up on the big screen again. Last but not least, best movie of the year. And that to me is a no brainer. It's everything everywhere all at once. I've been on record as saying that I do feel about 15 to 20 minutes of that movie needs to be trimmed, especially the sequence at the end where Michelle Yeoh's character is ascending up the stairs and she's touching everybody and it cuts to the janitor and all the other people and it flashes through all their lives. It's unnecessary. You made the point of the movie about 10 minutes ago and now you're making the same point over and over. We can trim. It's still emotionally potent and it's still powerful. But that's how good of a movie it is, is that even though I think 15 to 20 minutes need to be trimmed, it is so visually inventive, it is so fresh, it's so unique. I've never seen anything like it, and I was honestly blown away the first time I saw it. So Everything Everywhere All at Once is the best movie of the year. But on to the main reason that I am here tonight. This was all a prelude to just leave a voicemail to wish Danny a happy birthday. Danny, hey. you're a true gentleman, you're a fine scholar, and I'd like to say that 21 looks good on you. You are now old enough to buy yourself a beer at a bar, and you are now old enough to fully appreciate black and white films, especially those directed by Akira Kurosawa. Happy birthday, Danny. That's I true. love you, buddy. I love Ty as well. And cheers to the Rank Kings in 2023. Hopefully this year is filled with fun surprises and continued success. And I cannot wait to come back on the show and find new ways to ruin it and make your lives miserable (laughs) and then convince all of Twitter that list C is way better than list A and B. Thanks, guys. Rank you soon. Rank you soon. What does that mean? Is that that a new sign-off? I hate it. I love Shane. Has there ever been a better podcast voice? Oh, so good. Wow. And uh, I mean, he just oh, yeah. two drink minimum. He, yeah, man. two drink. Two drink maximum yeah. is is, Max- is the so podcast. Good. Shane Shane just started his own kind of interview podcast uh, with his buddy called Two Drink Maximum, and it's it's delightful. Shane is just delightful. Yeah. Okay. So we got one more email. Before we get to our last voicemail we're almost done everybody i promise um but this next one's from brian gill um since it's danny's birthday here's my favorite danny story because what is a birthday without a little oh, light no. bullying from friends last year danny oh, no. met up with us at top golf for some very bad fake golfing and to make fun of tobin when he did not when he did not win at top golf even though the rest of us are terrible and anyway we had fun but the service was a nightmare like, hey, I know it took an hour to get some wings, but at least I also brought the wrong food item entirely bad. Like, hey, I know we messed up, so I'm going to comp you an hour of game time, except when the check comes, I will not have comped you an hour of game time. LOL, bad. <laughs> like, and most importantly, the rim of the glass Brad is drinking out of will break off in his mouth, and he will literally have a shard of glass in his mouth. Whoopsie, bad. 
So at the end, when the check arrived and it too was wrong and bad, Tobin and I very politely and in the least Karen-y way possible went to the manager to say, hey, man, I think <laughs> I think glass in the mouth is probably worth at least a free beer. But that wasn't enough for Danny. No, Danny is built different. Danny got that dog in him, if you will. And so as, <laughs> we, as we stood up to go talk to the manager, Danny also stood and said, oh, I can't take this conference confrontation. I'll Venmo you guys what I owe. And then Borderline ran out of Top Golf and into the night, never to be seen again. LOL, LOL. As he drove away, I said to the manager, hey, I'm not trying to start any issues. Just the server said she'd comp an hour of game time and didn't. And we had the whole glass and the drink thing. And, and the manager was like, oh, yeah, totally. My bad. We'll take care of that. And that's all it was. But Danny was already off into the night, probably looking for the next rightful victim of the Sherman stalker. Anyway, happy birthday, Danny. Love you. I don't, I don't, I don't like saying things to waitresses that do a bad job, even though she did do a really bad job. So I just left. Man. <laughs> I love it. I love that you were just like automatically like, nope, I'm out. See y'all later. I did. I literally was like, hey, man, just send me a Venmo request. I'm going to leave. <laughs> All right. We got our last voicemail from our friend Ellen, former yes. co-host of We Should Watch a Movie, which I personally think should come back. But, yeah, it's totally up to Danny. Mm, I just got so much going on. <laughs> Is she just playing that on her phone? and her like <laughs> Happy birthday, Danny. <laughs> I hope you had a great day this past Monday. You are definitely in your 30s now, so congratulations. Um, I just wanted to quickly uh, wish you happy birthday and um, just say you're such a good friend and the past few years of recording together and playing D&D and daily texts on like three different group chats have truly been so fun and genuinely like a highlight of like my day and all the other things um uh, i'm doing my best to like not be mean right now i genuinely genuinely wish you happy birthday um <laughs> none mean. of this is sarcastic i promise um <laughs> i also promised you guys that next time i left a voicemail i would try to keep it brief um so i'm gonna just participate a little bit and only give you my top five and bottom five of the year um, but yeah, uh, for the 2022 movies, my bottom five are in, I guess, fifth place, um, Secrets of Dumbledore, uh, number four, Ambulance, number three, Windfall, oh. number two, oh, White old. Noise, and number one, <laughs> Blonde. Uh, my yeah, top five sucked. of the year, number five, oh. Tar, number four, Cha-Cha Real Smooth, Number three, The Batman. Nice. Number two, Banshees of Inishirin. And number one, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Oh, no Top um, So, sorry Top Gun <laughs> didn't make my top five. Um, but I am <laughs> super <laughs> happy for you guys to be, I don't know, how many episodes in at this point? How many years have we been doing top too five? Many. Or, no, top ten too and many. bottom ten movies of the year. Um, but more importantly, happy birthday, Danny. <laughs> Woo! 
she giggled to keep herself from saying something mean. I know her <laughs> way too um, well. <laughs> Ellen didn't bully me once that entire voicemail. It honestly made me a little Um, Just a heads up, Danny. I just sent you a text message. Uh, it's your birthday present oh, from me and Ellen. We got you a blanket that has the – it has, like, the image of a centaur, and it has a bunch of – Oh it has God. a bunch of like words like taken from the Percy Jackson books on it. So that's our present from me and Ellen. Ooh. So happy birthday. Ooh. Are you serious? Oh my God. That's the nice. nicest thing ever. It should be on your on uh like in two weeks maybe. I think it's gonna take a little while to get there. That that rules. I thank you very much. That's very kind of you. And that's the last time I'm gonna be nice to you for the rest of the year. <laughs> Perfect. I can't, I can't take it. Ellen didn't bully me once the entire voicemail, so I don't really know how to read. But it. yep, we're done with voicemails and emails. So, holy cow! Thank you, real Latinos, for sitting through all that with us. My goodness, that was so much. We Thanks for having us, guys. Yeah. And, uh, we a lot of you tonight. Yeah, feliz cumpleaños, Danny. Ooh, estas son las Thank you very much. I appreciate it, everybody. That's very kind of you. Nice, very nice birthday wishes. I think we got to get out of here. Though. Yeah, this is this has been far too much. Go listen to Real Latinos. Um, Hopefully, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to the rankings. Huge thank you to Real Latinos. Please go listen to Real. Can you give us like what's the Instagram at again? Is it at Real Latinos? Bob? Yeah, it's at Real Latinos. That's at R E E L L A T I N O S. And really good, very aesthetically pleasing Instagram yeah. feed. When you go to when you go and look at their page, it's incredibly aesthetically pleasing. So Sica- Sicario win is all I'm Ooh, asking. Sicario, that'd be a good one. Ooh. I mean, uh, Benicio, that that fool, he knows he knows what he's doing. So <laughs> yeah, maybe who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Del Toro. I love it. Um, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RankingsPod. Don't forget the double K in the middle. Join our Discord. It's free, and you can find the link to that in our social media bios and our show notes. We will be back with a new episode next week. Until then. All right. Tell me something that you love about where you live. Whataburger! Um, okay, yeah. great. Um, tell me about it. You want to go right now? Yeah, uh, let's go. I'm uh, ready. Just, no, just uh, tell me about it. You're going to love Whataburger, Ben. Oh, it's the best. What makes it the best? Wherever you are, there's a Whataburger. Yeah, it's always right there. Okay, and then when you get there, what do you like about it? What do you get? Whatever you want. You could order whatever you want, Ben. Right, but there are a lot of places like that. So let's say there's a McDonald's, a Burger King, a Sonic, and a Whataburger all lined up. Which one do you go to? Whataburger! Right, right, why? Because Because it's it's right right there. there! Yes! But they're all right there. In this scenario, they're all right there. So what do you get out of Whataburger? What makes it better to you? What are you getting? Ask him why you love Whataburgers, like asking why you love Christmas or a summer night or why you love your dog. I mean, you could point to the reasons, but the reasons aren't really the point. You just love it. And that's how love works. Mm-hmm. <laughs>